Redemption begins Find yourself within Take up your blade Let the fears within fade Stories are told As the day roll Don't be afraid Make your destiny will find you in me Friends at your side Checkers and pleasers. Hey. Hi. Hey. Hi, guys. Hey, oh, hi. Hello. Welcome to Check Please, the tabletop live show. I'm your DM, Beardy. And down here are my lovely players. And over here uh, is, a, is a guest. So uh, introduce yourself, our wonderful guest. Well, there are some who call me Tim. That's me. <laughs> I'm mostly known as Silver Quill, and I'm very pleased to be here once again, having a chance to play with these fine people. Hey. We're so glad to have you. Very happy to have you. Mm -hmm. um, yes. My name is Kenny, and I play Risen the Fate Weaver. I'm Foley, or Emmy, and I play uh, Curla, the half-orc life oracle. And I'm Zeno. I play Vera. I know all about the bees. And their knees. And, and especially and their knees. The whole chapter of their knees. And I am Screwy. I play Petravian, the Hivekeeper Paladin of Eden and Mellifera. And I'm Grum, and I'll be playing Lovette Zaniris McKinney Bodwin for the last time. Mm -hmm. uh, I failed to mention my character. Uh, I'm playing Cassius Fortius Lucanus, Gladiator Champion and recent Kinslayer. So, with that, welcome, welcome all to the finale of season two, uh, the second half of campaign one of Check Please. And last time, the group managed to enter the Deadlands, fight their way through an army of the undead, and successfully deploy the NSD. Uh, near the heart of the Deadlands uh, at the same time as having Zell uh, perform his half of the equation uh, which was able to undo and unmake the Deadlands causing them to vanish from the world leaving the area north of Ville as a pristine green frontier shortly after that the entire group was pulled away landing on a battlefield outside of the city of Prota and that's currently where we join them. You were outside of Prota on the afternoon of the 23rd of November. You find yourselves before you, stretching all around is a chaotic scene of warfare. Soldiers are fighting against the tide of the undead across fields to the south and west. Looking northeast, however, you can see the edge of Prota, the grandest city in the southern continent rended by fire and death. The Senate House is fully engulfed in a massive pillar of black smoke rising into the low clouds covering the sky in a gray pallor. 
Fog has crept in everywhere, limiting vision in most directions along the ground. To the west, above the rotting army, swoops a massive flying creature, a rotted and decaying dragon, partially covered in dull red scales, and on its back rides a robed figure, wreathed in an aura of purple-red energy and wielding a staff. As you gather your wits about you, you see a familiar face walk up and look down at all of you, still sort of scattered across the ground. You see Cassius. Hey! <laughs> you're not going to kill us. You're, you're, you're not working for uh, the Marcus the Betrayer, yes? Hey, y'all should be getting off the ground before someone else has a killing. I'm not I'm here to save the city. I guess that includes you too. Oh. Well, thank you. Kyle will brother. look at the city on fire and, and turn to Cassius. Right, uh, you're doing a bang-up job of that. And Cassius does not react to this because he's actually looking at uh, uh, Petravian. It's like, oh, hellas blessings. He hops down and uh, li lips uh, Petravian up by his shoulders. I mean, like, totally up. <laughs> Brother, you're not dead. This is such a weird change of personality. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but this is great. Did you and see? you're not... And you're not bees. Someone told me your body turned into bees, but I thought they were drunk. No, no, no. Definitely, definitely turned to bees. Oh, came back together. Oh, well, if Bella saw fit to reunite us, I must have been doing something right. Brings him in for a crushing hug. I mean, it was more like a <laughs> mellifera's blessing, if anything, that Petravian is left. Most, mostly thanks to Vera, this one right here. Yeah, Clayson, this is like the fastest this could possibly have resolved. Let's just leave it. I just like being honest about what actually happened. Uh, <laughs> We can discuss it, Adel. So, are we- Someone help me up. I can't- I oh, can't yes, seem to get up. will we'll clamber to their feet and, and give Levette an arm, although they're kind of ungainly as well, since they're- Oh, you know, I'm very legs, dialed. They'll, they'll help Levette up. You guys dialed? <laughs> you were, you, so how not, goes the battle? You're not looking uh, great there. Hey, let him go. Let him go. Oh, Wait, fine, in my- fine, <laughs> fine, 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 fine. <laughs> Why don't you? <laughs> Cassius lets him go and uh, looks over at the battlefield and smoke. Uh, it goes about as well as you can see. So everyone's st dying. Well, <laughs> I mean, I've got I've still got the impressive score of 140. Trying to break the record. <laughs> What's the record? Is that the challenge? If you can get to 500 lich, well, my God, I'll get I'll give you my own title. Deal. <laughs> So looking out before you to the west and south, you can see this arrayed massive horde of the undead, and it's made up of uh, of old bones risen from the legions that used to follow uh, Marcus in the ancient days, as well as freshly slain and resurrected uh, Protean soldiers from just this morning or this current battle. Uh, as it seems like most anything that falls on this battlefield gets right back up and joins the ranks of the undead. Oof. So it appears it appears simply being near Marcus is enough to 
resurrect things and add them to his own force. Well, shit. That seems well, OP. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Little bit broken. It means debuffing. <laughs> hey, hey, I found this homebrew feat. I, I really like it. Can we put that in? <laughs> as uh, as people look over the battlefield, uh, Curler is busy looking over Levette, and uh, their hands are beginning to light up because they're realizing that Levette is not looking too good at all. You're, Extra you're, string bean. I'm kind of surprised you're still, you know, on oh, two God. feet at all. Just just hang in there for one moment, and and. This white moonlight will start appearing in their hands as they cast Restoration. Oh and they have to, they'll, they'll keep wiggling their fingers for a good 18 seconds. <laughs> and hopefully you will feel your your health and your strength returning to you. Oh, okay. much better. Uh, I believe that one has a casting cost. So there's some diamond, I believe, to use that. <laughs> Not that I... Oh, all right. Yeah. It... I do actually have that, but good call. Apologies. And buffs are going to get turned off. Do you have ample diamonds? Because I, I would hate to I waste I have diamonds. I don't have stuff. dust. All right. Um, that being the case, may I cast... Oh, dear. I can spare a heal. I'll cast heal then instead. Okay. Yeah, heal will restore any ability score damage. Should have shattered those diamonds beforehand. My bad. Uh, do you need uh, diamond dust? <laughs> We're gonna do this again, aren't we? It's it's cool. I I I healed. <laughs> oh, it's, I mean, it's now or never. It's literally the final mm -hmm. battle. All right. So, Levette, uh, you are going to get back your 150 hit, uh, hit points there. So that will put you back to full, and it's actually also going to overbleed. I believe 20 points. Right. Which so it'll give you temporary but... 20 HP, and it'll also remove any ability score damage, so I'll remove that as well from you. There you go. Yeah, Curl is going to look around at each member of the party, actually, and just kind of try and get a sense of how everyone is doing. Uh, oh, they'll they'll even look at Cassius. Uh, Cassius looks fit as a fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of you holding up, all right, because it's looking like we're about to get overrun again. Vera, Petravian, Rez. Uh, well, let me. I'm gonna smack myself up a little bit and lay on hands. Oh, I'm starting Archie's timer. I'm saying that as soon as I can. Okay, you begin Archie's timer, and I believe that is what ten rounds. Yes. Okay, so you begin Archie's timer for ten rounds, and um, as you do that, I'm actually gonna have everybody go ahead and roll initiative because we are in the middle cool. of a really nice. Combat area full of undead okay. and things. Okay. So, how much yeah, time has elapsed? Sorry, Birdie. How much time has elapsed since our last battle in terms of buffs and lasting? <laughs> yeah. Uh, since the last time, uh, it has been, I would say, the time it took you guys to talk. So we'll say uh, a minute has passed. So I'll push okay. time forward so. by one minute. Okay. And, buffs and uh, still in effect. Cool. Buffs yeah. will automatically. Yeah, and they Deep. should auto-drop, auto so don't worry. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. Thank you. Alright, so I still need some initiative checks from Chisel, Vera, Curla, and Petra, yep, please. Me. I am on it. Oh, there it is. Getting used Boop. to the Boop. interface. Roll. Roll. Alrighty. So we have ourselves uh, a bit of an initiative order here. So Riz, That's you have me. one initiative. <laughs> Somehow. Um... I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't even rig that. So, 
Mm. I'm always so bad at initiative. Yeah. Uh, since we're starting right out, I'm going to recast shield on myself. Because that's always helpful. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to hide behind this big lunk of Cassius right here. Mm, seems like a really it. good body shield. <laughs> wow. Nice, solid piece of meat. It's very, very good, effective, much taller. Very... <laughs> Very shield-like. <laughs> Carla will look around for Jero to see what Jero's expression is at that. Uh, Jero is, at this point, more concerned with the swooping, draconic form that's getting closer. Fair. Oh, that's not good. No. So, Riz, after you've done that, what happens is... Uh, groups of the undead are moving in all different directions to engage with the human armies that are defending the city. And of one of those groups, uh, a formation of spirits are going to move forward uh, toward you and folks around you. Uh, and some of them appear to be, uh, well, your good old friends, the Lost Souls. Yum, and, yum, um, yum, yum. Yeah, so a couple of these Lost Souls are going to rush forward with the intent to harm all of you. And first one is going to rush up and attack probably the closest person to the undead formation, which at this point would probably be... Who who would he have been blocking for the party? Petravian? Yep. Cassius? Probably yep, the, the brothers. Alright, in that case, those two souls, so that they're going to each attack one of you. So... Two of them are going to reach forward and try their incorporeal touch attacks. Uh, both of them are going to land. And I'm going to need fortitude saves from both of your characters, please. You got it. Uh, Petravian, you are going to take 19 negative energy damage. Cassius, you are going to take 20 negative energy damage. And... Mm. All right. Um, Even with Sanctify Armor? Saves. Um, yeah, Petravian, you are... Unaffected by the uh, necrotic touch of this lost soul. Yay! Um, Cassius, if you could open up your character sheet and roll a fortitude save for me. It's there on the oh. summary page in the very front. Oh, I thought I did. Let's try again. Oh, did it not pop up? I didn't see it. Well, maybe no. I maybe I hit the wrong one. Here we go. All good. Uh, normal? Yeah, fortitude and normal. Yes. Wonderful. Okay. So you got a 26, and Petrivian got a 38. You are both unaffected by the necrotic energies uh, coming at you. So yeah. that is going to take us to Cassius. Uh, so after those first two lost souls attack you, Cassius, you now have this sort of... Uh, it's a very minor injury on your shoulder where this thing reached in and kind of tried to claw at you, and it's now sort of floating right in front of you, hovering just a little <laughs> bit off the ground. But it's sort of this shadow wreathed in dark just energy dripping off of it it's it's almost oily looking as spirits go it's like oh i felt a tickle <laughs> so he's gonna take out dark fang and see what it does against such a spirit all righty yeah and since it's right up next to you you can make a full attack if you'd like i shall <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 
What in the friggity fuck was that? There's at least one nat 20 in there, but my goodness. That was, uh, that was Dark Fang making a full attack. So... Holy Jesus. Yeah. All right. So, Cassius, uh, you, you make four quick strikes with Dark Fang. Uh, every one of them is going to hit. Um, one of them is actually going to critically hit. So, uh, you Brothers. deal... Uh, 23 damage, 34 damage, critically hit for 96 damage, and then hit for 30 damage. So you you rush in here with Dark Fang and just start slashing back and forth with this great axe. And interestingly enough, um, even though this thing is incorporeal spirit, Dark Fang really seems to bite into them regardless of that. And within a few quick strikes, you have managed to completely dissipate this thing as in a echoing screech, it disappears out of existence. Well, that was impressive. Uh, if I still have a... I know I can't attack again, but if I have an action... Mm-hmm. Uh, you can move a bit, yeah. Well, uh, a little ca- bit. Like, you can you can take, like, a five-foot step. Uh, Cassius will look at the other lost soul threatening his brother. I hate <laughs> Ticklin. <laughs> That's all. And roll Intimidate. Uh, sure, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you you scowl and make an intimidating uh, word at this other lost soul, but sadly it's drowned out in the din of battle. Ah well. All right. So that's going to take us oh. to the next one of these creatures. Uh, it's going to come in from one of the sides, and it's actually going to go after Vera. So lost soul is making an attack against Vera. It is going to strike. Vera, go ahead and make me a fortitude save, please, as you are struck with for eighteen points of negative energy damage. Alrighty. Alrighty. Yeah. With a 27, you are resistant to the effect of the attack. Boom. And that will be its turn. After that, rising above the crowd, above this horde of undeath to your west, this giant draconid just spreads its wings, which are webbed and, like, decayed and cut in so many places that it it looks like a torn parachute in so many spots as these like, massive wings unfurl from this dragon. And on its back, that robed figure rises up and begins to hover off of it. And then it will simply point roughly toward your group and the dragon will begin sailing or gliding down toward all of you as this robed figure hovers there some few hundred feet away. It's only a hundred. Some some few hundred feet away, yeah. I can deal with that. And uh, <laughs> the dragon uh, is moving now toward you, and it's a big one, as far as dragons go. Oh, good. Ah, oh, shit. Uh, if you want to go ahead and make me a perception check. I you got it. To. Got it. Hey. Petravian 26. Mm. I rolled the second time because I clicked take 10 by mistake. It's okay. 36. 33? That is a 41 from Curla. Well, the 10 anyways for a 33. <laughs> nice. Damn it. I got a 34. Excellent. Okay. Well, you all definitely are high enough that you were able to see this. Um, and what you see is that this, this creature is very obviously a zombified red dragon. Uh, and the scary thing about it is that it is about on par size-wise uh, to Zell. 
It is massive. And it's coming kind of right toward you guys. Oh. So as as you're looking over at it, uh, more lost souls are going to move in and begin, you know, harassing your group. Uh, one of them moves in and is going to make an attack against Chisel. Uh, that right, is going right. to strike Chisel for 20 points of damage. Uh, give me a fortitude save on Chisel, please. 24. Success. Success, success. All right. Uh, Chisel is also unaffected by the negative energy. Uh, the next Lost Soul is going to move in and make an attack against Petravian. Okay. And that is going to be 22 damage to Petravian. Fortitude save, please. Oh, boy. 35. All right. You are good. Uh, and that is going to take us to the last of these Lost Souls as part of the initiative. And it is going to move up and attack Curla. Uh, this one is going to hit for 24 points of damage, and I need a fortitude save from Curla, please. I would be happy to give you a fortitude save. Ah, I'm scared. I'm scared. And I've also lost where I'm oh, There it is. Good gracious me. Ah, that is a 33. 33, yes. You are also resistant to the secondary effects. And that will take us to Curla's turn. Thank you. Curla, well, you have a lost soul right up in front of you. Yeah, Curla's going to look at this thing and um, also kind of eyes glancing around to see what other lost souls are in the immediate vicinity. Is, can I only see the one or are there other ones anywhere nearby that would be? Uh, as far as you said, are there any of the lost souls near you? Well, in sort of like a 40 feet radius. Oh, yeah. Very much so. Uh, within okay. 40 feet of you, there are uh, five. There are five of them that are right up on the party. Well, Curlet, feeling this uh, this hit, will begin moving their hands, wafting them through the air. That motes in the moonlight effect will start following their hands as they begin to cast a spell, and this energy will uh, will flow outwards and then solidify for a moment, hanging in the air as if it's a whip. Uh, and then crack out at as many of these lost souls as possible as they cast Undeath to Death. Ooh, okay. All right, Undeath to Death. Here we go. All right, and we get some saving throws here. Let's see how this goes. And your DC on that is 23. Uh, of that, you cast Undeath to Death, and this energy uh, exudes out from you, and two of the Lost Souls are going to shriek and vanish as if they never existed. Two of the Lost Souls are destroyed. Wow. <laughs> is one of them the one immediately attacking me? or One of them is... It was the one that attacked, well, one of the ones that attacked Petravian, and the one that attacked Chisel are actually okay. the ones that just were destroyed. So there's still one smack in front of you. All right, uh, move action. I believe I will stay where I. Well, no, actually, I should probably take a five foot step backwards. Will that provoke another attack? No. Okay, then I will take a five foot step away from this thing and. Yeah, they will pull out uh, 
Helis Sting. Helis Sting. You got it? Yes, Helis Sting. Right. You shift back and pull out your weapon, and that will take us to Jiro. Uh, Jiro is going to uh, focus his his key and vanish from sight, and that will be his turn that you all can see. Uh, Chisel, <laughs> what you doing? Chisel can do nothing at the moment. He uh, he'll form up on uh, on Petravian. Okay, you got it. All right, and that is going to be round. We'll say that's round two of Archie's timer. Okay. Well, on my turn, I'm actually just going to cast Summon Eidolon and get him out right away. <laughs> that's that works. Because uh, I'm tense. I'm I butthole clenched right now. <laughs> I don't need this. <laughs> Alright, uh, that takes us to yet another lost soul. Uh, this one is going to rush up, and I'm just going to start rolling randomly as to its target, because there's enough of you on the field. Um, oh, and I'll scoot behind Archie's legs once he's out. Oh, poor Chisel. Alright, going after Chisel again. Okay, uh, okay. Apparently the biggest threat on the board is the elk. I mean, he does Apparently. have a really high AC. Yeah, and AC doesn't mm-hmm. sadly matter against touch attacks. No. So. Correct. Uh, all right, uh, uh, that is going to be 17 necrotic damage to Chisel, and I need mm-hmm. Chisel to make a fortitude save, please. 28. Success. All right, uh, that is going to take us to the last lost soul in initiative. And this one is also going to go after a random target. Chisel again. Oh. Chisel again. Oh my god. Chisel. This poor elf. Oh, being oh, undead, they just hate his connection to life. They just 23. Really, yeah. Or he looks 20. very tasty and they want some of that meat. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. All right. Sadly, uh that that actually that is going that's going to pass. Uh Chisel takes 22 points of negative energy damage but is still resistant to that secondary effect. Okay. And that, friends, will take us to the Red Dragon's turn. Oh. So I'm fucking glad I got Archie out. So this this red dragon swoops down, uh, moving at a unnaturally fast pace, flapping its horribly shredded wings that somehow ma- magically are keeping it aloft. And it's going to rear its head up and breathe a breath attack, uh, coating you and all the lost souls around you uh, indiscriminately in fire. Yum. Ooh, Alrighty. baby. Ooh, boy. All right. So, uh, I need a reflex save from everyone, please. You got it, boss. <laughs> okay. 35. That is a Between 26. Ooh. I That's got a, a 20. 22. 29 for Petravian <laughs> and 18 from Chisel. Oh. Alrighty. Well, um, so the DC was 30. No! Oh, <laughs> uh, Alright, so 30? we got some damage to roll out. Uh, it's actually Jiro also needs to roll this. 30? In that case, Curla is going okay. to meow, meow, and, uh, and re-roll. Alright, go ahead with the re-roll. And I believe that takes us to 6. Yeah. Ah, oh, damn, that's a 20. Okay, well. Alright, so I'll, I'll set you to 6 there. Uh, I beg your pardon, 7. That's oh, 7? Seven. Seven. How you... 
That was the third one I used. So I've sorry, third one I used. So I've got six left. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, so this is a, a bunch of damage is about to get dropped on some people. So mm-hmm. let's see. So we'll just start from My the beginning here. Uh, so Archie isn't actually out yet, right? Like you were summoning Archie oh, yeah. initially. Oh, yeah. you're right. Yeah, he's not out until your turn, buddy. He's not okay. out until your turn. So he didn't. Yeah. So I passed. So at least there's that. Yeah. So so Archie's not taking any damage here. It doesn't even matter right now. Yeah. Throw it out. All right. It's true. <laughs> Okay, so the first thing is Cassius. Cassius is going to take uh, full damage from this. So Cassius, you're going to take 114 points of fire damage. Ouch. Uh, Travian, you are going to take 114 points of fire damage. Oh, shit. Uh, Now you have... Uh, Do you have any fire resistance of any kind? Mm -mm. No. Man, that's Traven's the easiest down. thing to have fire <laughs> resistance for. Is that is that right? Draven's at negative two now? Yeah, Draven's down. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Didn't expect you to go down that quick. All right. Uh, Riz, you pass and take half damage. Uh, and if anybody has any fire resistance, just call it out. Let's see. I mean, uh, Chisel half has, I think. Riz. Do, 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 do. No, cold. I can deal uh, with that. Full damage to Curla. Uh, let's see. Chisels full damage at 114. I'm going to take Chisel down to negative 58. Yeah. He was That's right at retirement. It's true. This was his last battle and he was going to retire. Oh, no. no. <laughs> it's, he's not, he's not, I mean, there's ways not to bring him back. Yet. Like, like breath, breath of life could could save him. <laughs> I am not giving CPR to an elk. Um, let's uh, see. So beyond chisel, let's see. Uh, Levette takes half damage oh. at one hundred and fourteen half. There we go, halved. Okay. Uh, after that is going to be Vera. At full. Do I roll against Vera? No. All right. There we go. So there is Vera full damage. Right? I believe yep. that takes Vera to negative five. Um, Christ. And then Jiro passed and takes no damage. And then Curla gets a 20 and takes damage. Now, Curla, are you already at 42 HP? No, you you already knocked already me down you. for that, I thought. Okay. All right. Sorry. Just wanted to make sure. It's just the By one the attack way. from the, the dragon, yes? Yeah. And yeah, you took that off already. Okay. Uh. Uh. Just as a reminder, if Chisel goes dies, I take a minus one to attack and uh, damage rolls. Well, like I said, I mean there are ways to bring him back immediately if you act quickly. Mm-hmm. If there's and also you're not cast. making any attacks right now, so you don't got to worry about that. Yeah. All right. So that that is the uh, the action from this dragon as it's hovering above you guys. It's about forty feet away from you, up in, up in the air as it has you know it's sort of hovering there, flapping these horribly mangled wings and that's its turn this is a levette did riz's Ooh. hp did riz pass the check yeah i passed it okay yep well i already i already cast summon eidolon that was my turn okay all right you you cast summon eidolon and archie springs into action at least uh, he didn't appearing... have to endure that <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah really appearing well. on the field with uh, 154 hp 
Okay. All right. Move action from Levette. Uh oh. Can I move after that? Okay then. Um, I just move behind Archie. <laughs> All right. You uh you move behind Archie to get cover. Yeah. Uh, Vera, you have initiative. Alrighty. So, at what point am I dead at? Uh, you're negative dead oh. at at your negative con score. So at negative twelve, you'd die. Okay. So, less than so seven. Some more yeah, damage, so... and I die straight up. Yes. Straight up. However, so, I have I currently have die hard. You do so have I die am, hard. So, so I am you're actually moving. still standing. You're still standing. Yeah. If you have die hard, you're still you're still on your feet and conscious. Unfortunately, I used heal last session. Mm -hmm. So I do not have that. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I guess what's going to happen is. Ooh. Oh, that's not good. How many people before Curla? Okay, there is literally a lost soul attacking me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sadly there is one that's right on you. Well, that means that I can't risk going away, because if it hits me, I die. Just straight right. Up. Now, you could also five-foot step and get away from it. Well, yeah, but then it's going to still go towards me. Yes. So what I think I'm going to do is regenerate um, better than the before, highest uh, like critical wounds. Before you do that, before you do that, um, as Petravian's going down, you will see his hammer glow and as an immediate effect, he casts Blaze of Glory. Okay, you cast Blaze of Glory? Alright, let's see here. Alright, yeah. What's that do? Uh, what is yeah, it? We'll, uh, we'll cast it right here. And so as an immediate. Let's see. Any uh, friends are healed for one d six per two caster levels. All evil creatures within range take the same amount as damage instead. As um, I fall unconscious. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. If, uh, if you want to do that, I guess you yep. can. You can do that. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, you clear the board. You channel this energy, and let's see. Yeah. Uh, okay. Go ahead and roll the uh, the healing. So that's one d six per two caster levels. So. Uh, for you, your caster level is a bit wonky, so it's 17 technically, so uh, 8. So, so roll 8d6. 8d6. Yep, and oh. then any enemies in the area will make a DC 20 will save uh, or take the same damage. Is it... 29. Yeah, there we go. So DC 20. Oh. And 1 fails. All right. Uh, so one's going to take 29 damage. Boom. And the rest of and us get 29 HP? The rest of you get yep. 29 HP, correct. All right, and I'll go ahead and add that onto your sheets. Thank you. I'm really bad at math, Beardy. 29. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Bless you. Bless you and your skills of 
being able to input it. <laughs> All right. Chisel's not at negative 58. He's, hey, negative 29. All right. So I'll say that hits at the exact same time and negates some of that damage that Chisel would take. So Chisel's going to be at negative 29 and still dead. So, but, but yeah. not quite He's as dead. It's also less dead. <laughs> He's less well done. Yeah. All right. Medium rare. So anyway, that takes us back to Vera's turn. What would right. you like to do? I think Vera's going to five foot, uh, like fly away to the side. Okay. Uh, getting out of the range of this uh, lost soul. You got it. And I am going to let out a firestorm on this uh, lich and his dragon. Okay. Yeah. Let's see how that works. Right. Might not do as much to the dragon, but should at least hit Marcus. I mean, once it's an undead dragon, does it really have the same bones? <laughs> mm. All right. So go ahead and roll damage same for me. Bones. Yes. So you max right. it. So it's going to be 20 d6. And it's like people get a dc 22 reflex save. Wonderful. Okay. All right. And let me roll for the lost souls as well. And now does this hit only enemies, correct? Uh, I can decide where it goes. Oh, so perfect. I'm going yeah. to put it in circles where it is not going to hit any of our yeah. teammates. Makes perfect sense to me. Well, in that case, uh, you actually are going to burn out uh, quite a bit of these guys. Uh, well, at least do a good amount of damage to them all. So all the lost souls around you are going to fail their reflex saves and each take 61 damage. Nice. And the dragon is, however, completely unaffected, sadly. Okay. Immune to fire. Gotcha. Immune to fire, indeed. Uh, and Marcus is also going to cackle a little bit at this. And in fact, he's going to say something uh, as that happens. His, his voice echoes out over the battlefield. Pathetic. I am the master of magics. It will take more than that to harm me. So there's that. Oh, good. If only I had two more arms to flip him off with. <laughs> so you see, you see the firestorm like whip over to like as it was casting against him. Uh, when it strikes him, you see this sort of shimmering silver shield around him absorb and negate the firestorm as it oh, struck. Oh, god him. damn it! <laughs> so it, it appears he has some sort of magical shield around himself. Fuck. Balls. Right, uh, and let's see. Firestorm is a 8th level spell? Okay, wonderful. 7th uh, level spell. 7th level spell, okay. Cool, cool. Okay, well in that case, that is going to take us to Travian. Wonderful. Um, so if I lay on hands to Chisel, that's, that won't bring him back, correct? Correct. Uh, that's not. I mean, I don't think you have anything on your mercies that would allow you no. to bring back the dead. So no, uh, it would have no effect on him whatsoever. Okay. Okay. Uh, I look to Curla. Please heal him. If you can bring him back, bring him back, please. As I, uh, I mean, heal won't work. That also won't bring them back. Correct. 
Correct. Yeah, that that okay. doesn't bring back the dead. It only it only yep. kills the living. Okay. So, but in the meantime, I'm going to use two charges of lay on hands as a channel energy. Okay. Go ahead and drop that. Yep. Badoop. Use. Badoop. Use. Nice. All right. Cool. So that's going to heal the entire party for 32. Mm. Sorry, uh, my apologies. It max, uh, right? What's that? Doesn't it heal for max since level 20 now? Oh, is that part of that? Uh, really? I thought, uh, oh, I think oh my gosh. with as a, um, as, uh, as part of the level 20, as holy um, champion. Yeah. Let's see here. Yeah. Lay on hands heals maximum possible amount. In addition, whenever you channel positive energies, lay on hands, you always heal the maximum possible amount. Nice. <sighs> All right. Fucking right. okay, let's go, <laughs> Betravian. All right. Nice. So Petra. in that case, uh, what is your land hands amount anyway? That's uh, uh, lay on hands. Tendy six. Is... Okay, so sixty. Yep. All right. Yep. You heal everyone for sixty hit points. Oh, nice. bless you. So let me heal everyone for sixty HP. I'm at full then. I read sometimes. Yeah, that's very. That's a very powerful capstone. He doesn't have that weird meta magic that makes it go over, does he? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Sadly, it's gonna. No it's gonna weird cap bee out. magic. I. I can dream. A when burst Petra... of amber bees flies in every direction and uh, gives okay. everybody a little bit of a sting. When <laughs> Petra says that, when Petra says uh, says that to Curla, Curla's face is going to look a little bit stricken because right now they're doing the the cold equations in their head as to who they're going to be able to save, and it might not be Chisel. All right. Well, that's going to take us to the beginning of round two. Riz, you have initiative. Is the dragon within thirty feet of me? The dragon is actually about forty feet from you. Oh, like flying? That's worse. Yeah, it's it's in a straight line. It's about forty feet from you. Well, it sure is a good thing that I still have Winds of Vengeance active. Mm-hmm. So nice. I'm gonna go up ten feet. Okay, you fly up uh, ten feet off the air. And yep. I'm Ooh, going to cast Storm Bolts with Hom on it, making the Storm Bolts Holy Bolts. Ooh, okay. All right. So you place a rune on your spell and cast Storm Bolts. Correct. Okay. Lightning Bolts spill forth from your body in all directions. And go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Can you help me with how many I'm doing? I'm so sorry. Well, uh, it's, it says uh, 1d8 points of damage per level. So it'd be 20. Okay, 20d8. So it. 20d8 holy damage. Nice. Uh, DC 27 fortitude save. So let's see if any of these lost souls can handle that. 93. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go on the fortitude saves. Fail, 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 fail. All of them fail. All of them fail? <laughs> nice. All of them fail. Even the, even the dragon, yes. <laughs> All right, so you deal 93 points of damage to all of your enemies. Uh, so that is going to destroy, let's see, that one, that one, that one, that All right, all the lost souls near you guys are now dead. And the, uh, the holy damage, is there anything uh, extra because it's holy? <laughs> Since it's an undead dragon? Well, so uh, the the dragon, uh, it struck uh, 
it, it doesn't take any additional damage, but it does cut its its DR and stuff, and uh, it's it's definitely gonna hurt it. Okay. So you deal ninety three points of damage to the undead dragon. Yeah. And, and it's gonna howl in pain, of course. It's quite pissed off at this. I'm gonna be like right over Archie, cause then I still get shield ally <laughs> with him. <laughs> All right, and then uh, that is going to be the end of Riz's turn. Yep. Uh, that's gonna take us to Cassius. Cassius Lucanus. Uh, all of the lost souls around you have just been struck by this expanding web of, of like golden light bolts, uh, as they scorch out across the area and destroy all of the lost souls in your immediate vicinity. Now there are still, you know, an entire army of undead creatures, uh, near you, but all of the ones in your immediate vicinity have been slain aside from this dragon that's now hanging in the air above you. Oh, that's cheating. <clears throat> <laughs> all right so uh, i need to a little spatial awareness dragon mm -hmm. is 40 feet above me it's yeah it's you a fastball special yeah it's uh, a head <laughs> it's a head and above you so it's about 40 feet in a direct line uh in front of you in the air in the air and yeah. riz is riz between me and the dragon uh no, no riz is currently yeah hovering uh in the air about 10 feet up over closer to Archibald. Hmm, okay, because I was thinking I would try to use Riz as a launch stone, but that that just wouldn't be practical. Uh, <laughs> Cassius is going to attempt a leap to get at least 20 feet up there. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can try that. Yeah, that'd be an acrobatics check. We make sure Normal? we have that built for you. Uh, yeah, I think that's built for you. Plant your legs and friggin' squat into the air. I mean, Archie can fastball special, is all I'm saying. How is your fucking acrobatics so... <laughs> I got a 20 ranks. 20 ranks of acrobatics? Yep. So that's what well, that gets you. <laughs> so, 27 altogether. Alright, so that will allow you to jump 43 feet in distance, or 10 feet in height. So, uh, that is... I would say that's enough to make a swipe at his underbelly. So, like, you run and you launch yourself into the air, and you have just enough height on this that you can make an overhead slash with your with your axe and try to cut at its underbelly. So, uh, go ahead and give me a single attack. Single attack. Okay. Yep. Single attack's all he needs. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, dude. All right. Uh, that is a 51 to hit. That is going to hit. Oh um, and Dark Fang is going to strike this thing for... Uh, 32 points of damage. And uh, the dragon is, again, lets out a bit of a, a screech of pain. And as you do this also, as he's like sliding across this, uh, the bottom of this thing that was with his axe, its belly is splitting open and just entrails are leaking out that just are mostly decayed. And you see like flies and horrible things like pouring out of it. It's, uh, it's a hell of a sight. Uh, Why is right. that bad? Yeah, yeah it's fine. <laughs> they're, they're just cleaning. Yeah, they're just cleaning up. And uh, Cassius, you end up landing, and you do like a duck, you, you duck and roll, and you come to a stop about 10 feet on the other side of this dragon. <laughs> and right. to uh, Marcus, I'll say, nice dress! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's now Marcus's turn. And he is going to look down at all of you and 
if he could grin with his skeletal face, he would. Um, shouldn't. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. Yeah. And uh, what he is going to do is he is going to hold up his hand, and with his skeletal fingers, he is going to snap his fingers, and time is going to stop. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So you guys lucked out a little bit. His roll for time stop was rather low. So uh, in that time, he is going to cast two more spells. All right. So so my stand type is the same kind as Marcus. Does that mean I can (laughs) slightly see during his time stop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got got the same stand. Oh, is that how that works? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. He hasn't gotten that far. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So he's going to cast two more spells. Uh, and then as time resumes, two things are going to happen right away. Uh, the first thing is I need everyone to make a will save. Oh. Fuck. Uh, does my spell resistance come into play with whatever is going on? Uh, yes, oh. it does. It does Woo. offer spell resistance. Nat 20. 41. Nice. Good job. Nat, nat 20, 38. Nice. Hell yeah. That is a 33 from me, and I also have some spell resistance. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, it's rolled 24. 24? Okay, so uh, did you see on this one? Go ahead. I don't know if danger sense would impact that at all. Sadly, no. No. 23 for Petravian. Uh-huh. All right, all right. Chisels down, so his... uh, his, Chisels down, so yeah, it's fine. So so what this is, is this is a uh, hold monster mass that he's just cast. Cool. Great. Oh, wait, will save. I got to... I rolled the wrong diversity. That's not much better. Monster. 16 for him. And then, uh, do I, am I rolling or do the spell resist work out? Uh, see, yeah, I need to roll the spell resistance check on my own, don't I? So, what's yes. your current spell resistance value? Uh, 31. 31. He passes. Okay, just barely. He actually rolls a 20, or he gets a 31 result. So, he just barely failed, or just, sorry, just barely makes it past your resistance. Okay. So what that's going to do is those of you who got less than 31 on the DC there uh, are going to be struck frozen as if you've been affected by a whole person spell. Uh, so uh, who all is that? You did whole person mass or whole monster? Hold monster mass. Damn. Okay. It was the monster mass. <laughs> it was a Amazing. All right, so Vera is fine. Riz is fine. Of course, this shit works for him. Fuck this right. guy. All right. All right, Cassius is held, paralyzed. Boom. All right, uh, Curl is good. Uh, Petravian is held, paralyzed. There we go. Uh, Archie is paralyzed. Boom. And Levette is paralyzed. Uh, what about Curla? Where was Curla's stuff? Curla pass? Yeah, 33. Cool, 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 cool. All right, you are all good. Oh, I need to roll for Jiro. Silly me. Will save. Jiro gets a nat one and is paralyzed. Oh, That's lovely. Nope, I didn't call Corial. There we go. Okay. So, uh, this wave of energy is going to move through the area and it's going to paralyze uh, about half of you. Your, your body just goes rigid, and all you can move is your eyes. Uh, the second effect happens at the same time, and that is going to affect Cassius specifically. 
Uh, Cassius, I need you to make another will save, please. All right. Uh, I will also mention I had... Well, no, I'm not in a rage, am I? Okay. No. So, indomitable will might not won't help me in this case. Okay, uh, 17. 17 is not going to be enough. Uh, Cassius, you've been cast with a spell called Imprisonment. Uh, the very earth around Cassius is going to open up and suck Cassius underground and then close, leaving no discernible mark on the surface that he was ever there. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Wow. That was a will save? That was a will save, yeah. Wow. What the freaking fuck? <laughs> you have to will not to be swallowed by the earth. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and that is Marcus the Destroyer's turn. That will take us on to Curla. Beardy, does the effect of that spell that just paralyzed most of the party yes would that be on the level of the harmful effects of something like feeble mind or insanity i would say it's less significant no because those are permanent durations like those those spells like fucked up someone's mind forever uh hold hold person and hold monster just last for a number of rounds okay I think what Curler is going to do, since Mass Heal wouldn't remove that effect either, it's not mm -hmm. listed in the effect. I have an idea, Birdie. I, I don't know what you're going to make of it, but I'm going to roll with it. Curler is going to close their eyes and feeling like a complete twit, because they're not used to this whole asking a god for things thing, mm -hmm. they're going to reach out as best they can to Valuna and ask for a miracle of the rest of the party being unparalyzed. Okay, so you're going to cast Miracle? I'm going to cast Miracle. Okay. So do you have the requisite diamonds to do that? Uh, because it's under... I mean, you mentioned it was on the level or lower than the undo the harmful effects of certain spells, such as Feeble Mind or Insanity. Mm-hmm that wouldn't require the the way I'm reading it it's only something like custom that would require the 25,000 gold pieces I believe that's just the standard casting cost unless I'm mistaken let's see opponents loop here we go ah okay Okay, so it doesn't always cost. My apologies. No worries. Okay. We did uh, bend uh, and alter reality with our last ones. Yeah, it was a pretty significant <laughs> ones there. Yeah, so that required a lot of a lot of dosh. Yeah, so that would be like swinging the tide of battle in your favor by raising fallen allies, moving you your allies within all your gear from one place specific, blah, 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 with no chance of error, protecting city from... Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so yeah. Uh, so you just want to have that... Yeah. That would be fine. Okay, so you cast Miracle, and what's going to happen is uh, in the skies above the battlefield, uh, there's going to be a... There's this fog that's sort of encompassing the battlefield and, and keeping visual distance relatively short. And what's going to happen is as you cast this, the fog is going to part above the battle, and somehow, some way, the moon is there, invisible. And this shaft of moonlight is going to cascade down across the battlefield 
and it is going to end the paralyzation effects on Jiro uh, and Travian and Levette and Archie and uh, Cassius. So yeah, all of the all of those of you who are paralyzed are going to be unparalyzed uh, after that spell cast. Okay. With the Thank with the casting so a miracle spell. Thank you up there. I promise I won't ask you for anything else for six seconds. <laughs> well, All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, Cass- Cassius, you can you can now begin to struggle against the earth, which is like pushing down on you, and you can feel your lungs fighting for breath as there is no air underground. Sorry, Cassius. <laughs> oh, no. It's the cold equations. I'm doing what I can here. The All poor right. elk is uh, dead as well. All right, so that's going to take us to Jiro. Uh, Jiro's, on his turn, is going to move closer to the dragon, and he's going to uh, get in position to make an attack on the following round. And that's going to take us to Chisel. Chisel is dead. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Press F to pay respect. That's going to take us to Archibald. Archie is up. What's Archie Okay, so is there any mechanical actual way for me to, for Archie to dig in and, and pull Ch- uh, Cassius out, or is that like he's effectively in an extra-dimensional space? So, a- as the spell's descriptor, he's effectively in an extra-dimensional space, but okay. if you want to use that big fancy greatsword you have and like stab it into the ground... That's exactly what I was thinking. Just carve open a spot and try to pull him out. I mean, it's a magic sword. Okay. I'll mean, uh, go for it. We'll it's, see it's how a ma- it works. Yeah, I mean... Maybe magic works like that sometimes, right? R- right? Yeah. <laughs> sure, whatever. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah. Rule of cool magic works that way, and that's what I'm counting <laughs> on here. All right, All right so this so... will just be a single attack? Yeah, single attack at the ground, and uh, right. uh, Archie. power attack. Of course. Oh, it better be. That was not a great right. roll, but it was still 36. <laughs> so Archibald is going to swing around this giant sword, point it straight at the ground, so it's pointed straight down, and just... Dab it into the ground as hard as he can. Now, Cassius, you're you're underground. Your body's being pushed by rocks and dirt. Your lungs are burning. You, it's total darkness. And you feel something. You feel this shift as right in front of you, this wall of metal with red glowing runes on it strikes down pretty much in front of you, uh, giving you enough space underground to, like, push off of it and get some leverage finally and the next thing you know this giant blade just pries at the earth and you and all of you know you and and this blade itself pop back out onto the surface uh, am I just on the surface or do I keep going up (laughs) (laughs) well I if, if the attack was better from Archie I would say yes yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. It, it wasn't the best attack on Archie's part, but it was enough to unlodge you from the ground and pull you back to the surface. I mean, he was uh, going to throw, but if you want him to cricket patch it, he can do that. <laughs> it would be so, interesting. That will put Cassius on the ground. Uh, Cassius, you are... Um, actually, go ahead and give me a reflex save. Let's see if you land on your feet. Like a cat. Like a cat. Meow. <laughs> Uh, no. So, Cassius, you are going to be prone. So, you are on the ground, but you can stand up as a move action on your next turn. 
<laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, of course. All right. So the next thing to happen is this uh, this red dragon is up, and oh. what it's going to do is it's going to spill the air from its wings, and it's going to let itself just drop to the ground. Mm. And uh, as it does so, it's going to make an attack against the closest people to it, which are going to be uh, Archibald and Cassius. <laughs> okay. uh, so it's getting into, like, striking range? Yeah, it's 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 dropping into melee to attack the two of them. Does it come into Archie's striking range? It would come into Archie's striking range, yes. Because do you get tax opportunity? Not on this one. Okay. Archibald was busy un dislodging Cassius. Fair enough. So n this creature drops and is going to make some attacks. So it's going to, first thing it does is it rears its head up and it goes down like a striking snake and is going to try to bite Archibald. Um, that is going to strike Archie for 38 points of damage. But before we get into calculation, yeah. I have a feature called Uncanny Dodge, mm -hmm. which uh, says that my character can't be caught flat-footed. Yes. Uh, so, if I use this, could I try to pull Archibald out of the way? Not quite what that means, like, but it means that you're not going to suffer any additional penalties for like being on the ground effectively oh, okay. here. So, like, it, no one can catch you unawares, kind of a thing. Okay. Uh, all right, so so this dragon is going to snap down and bite at Archibald, uh, and then use one of its claw attacks against Cassius that is going to miss, um, and then it's going to try to tail slap and also miss. All right, great fucking rolls from the dragon. <laughs> so that is its turn, and uh, that's going to take us on to Levette. All right, uh, it's time then. I'm going to uh, check if this guy's wait, 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 wait. And flip the switch, and the Dorothy bot is going to drop back down from out of the sky, and we're going <laughs> to climb back in it. Wonderful. Uh, take position uh, up next to, to Archibald. All right, so you mount up into your robot suit and Dude. move up to Archie. My, my mechanical right. Eidolon combat harness. Wonderful. It's a titan. I love it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> exactly, yeah. All right, that's going to take us to Vera. Alrighty. So now that this uh, dragon's on the ground, uh, Vera's mm -hmm. going to start uh, casting a spell, and it's going to start summoning a Elder Worm. Nice. Wonderful. Always a good <laughs> choice. All right. You begin casting Summon Elder Worm, and that'll take us on to Petravian. Petravian uh, is grief-stricken, kneeling next to Chisel. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. You can cast. You can cast restoration later. Um, he will uh, grab the idol of Eden and mm -hmm. cast invoke deity. Okay. Uh, the specifically the animal um, domain of Eden. Mm -hmm. Now what you're going to see, folks, is as he calls out to Eden, you see his more animalistic features on Petravian. So uh, crystalline amber antlers just start growing out of his head. Hmm. Um, 
and his jaw not elongates but gets beefier and he now uh, has sport uh, he, he just becomes a little bit more beefier so he has um, he now has a bite attack as well unless you want to use a gore attack instead uh, no, I'll give you a go- if you having antlers as part of this, I'd say a gore mm-hmm. attack. Yeah, let's go with a gore attack. Yeah. Now I'm okay. just imagining like this super hot Giga Chad Petravian. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, fuck up. Yeah, I'm imagining literally the Giga Chad made, but it's Petravian. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. Antlers. Yep, yep, yep. I don't know. Uh, oddly, I imagine it is like Petravian, but with an elk head. Yeah, me too. <laughs> not gonna lie. And then it's got the Chad body. Yeah. I guess also the <laughs> bite attack would have been real amusing for for Petravian to start biting the big bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bite that dragon. Uh, okay. that says it's a round action. Can I uh, am I still able to do lay on hands at all? Uh on yourself as a swift. Yeah, that's what I was going to say for myself. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yep. Uh lay on hands myself as well. Yep. And lay on hands. Ba-doop. All right, you hit yourself for, for 46 hit points. Should be 60 for max, right? That's only when you double cast oh, the channel. I... Gotcha, okay. Yeah. All righty, so Petravian, that is going to wrap up round two and take us to round three. Riz, you're up. And at the beginning of round three, the next wave of lost souls have now arrived uh, from the rest of the battle. So there is a bevy of new targets that I get to add into here. Okay. One moment as I throw some new I assume in. the reason that it's so foggy is because there's so many people on the battle can't render them all, so they got to decrease the draw distance. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, exactly. yep, yep. Yeah, it's it's old school um, Silent Hill rules. Yep. Silent yeah. Hill. <laughs> yes, they use uh, they use fog as a way to mask their uh, uh, hardware limitations. All right. How close so are those delightful the, the, little lost holes to us? Uh, so five more of them are now close enough to be considered part of your fight, and uh, they're they're moving in. So they're they're within forty feet or so from various directions, coming in at various angles toward all of you. But well, there's five more of them on the field. Forty ain't so great for me. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to use my first disintegrate on the dragon. Okay. I am going to make it holy. Okay. And I am going to oomph up the DC. Uh, let me just see okay. how much disintegrates is currently. Okay. Okay. Give the dragon some oomphies. <laughs> Give him some oomphies. Never mind. It doesn't matter. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, I'd like you to roll another d20, please. Just yep. a naked d20. Oh dear. We'll see if this critically misses. Eight. Oh god. Oh no. Yep. Okay, so that's Can a twenty. I, that's... That? <laughs> I mean, you could re-roll the first one by using a fate point. Yeah. You know what? I think I'll do that. I think yeah. I should do that. Yeah. I think you should do. I think I'm gonna yeah. re-roll with a fate point. Yeah. Fuck so go ahead, use... go ahead and use a fate point. I will. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm trying to save onto them a little bit, but I think that one calls for a. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, okay. So, all right. The second one's not much better. No, it's not. You don't have to confirm critical fail, though? 
the critical fail never happened because right. So there's no confirmation roll and all that. There's no serious consequences. No, no serious consequences. No. Um, so yeah, th this one's just a, a 25 bananas. result. But luckily, uh, Ray attacks her touch attacks. Mm -hmm. So it goes against the touch AC. And you did fire this as a, at a colossal target. Yeah. So his touch AC is particularly abysmal. Really? Ooh. Yeah. So uh, did you get above a five? <laughs> yes. Then you hit. <laughs> oh, goody. Yay! Okay. okay. <laughs> so the DC is 27. It's holy damage. DC 27 and it's holy damage. Okay. All right. Well, uh, you'll be happy to know that it failed at save. Mm. <laughs> uh, all right, so Riz. Yes. <laughs> uh, you you cast this disintegrate in this beam uh, as was it Abadai, I believe, is who you channel for this. Uh, normally, or is it Owen? Um, normally, I do Abadai, but since we're doing straight mm. up holy, um, okay. I would like to simply just invoke my deity who is, like, my master, Thess, in on this. Okay, gotcha. All right, so you invoked Thess specifically, and you fire this beam of pure holy energy. Uh, it streaks across the battlefield. It's going to strike this uh, red dragon sort of center mass, and it's going to sweep across it and burn and sizzle its flesh uh, as what was left of those dull red scales across its body are just going to char off and be completely gone. Uh, leaving this thing now mostly skeletalized uh, as you Boy. deal, what, 133 damage, I believe Correct. is what you rolled? Nice. Right. As you deal, yeah, 133 damage to the target. Uh, interestingly enough, it is still up. That does not enough to destroy it. So uh, the red dragon is still there, uh, raring to go. <laughs> not so red anymore. Not so red. Now mostly just a charred dragon. Uh, all right, well, that's going to take us to one of these here Lost Souls. Uh, it's going to be rushing in, and it's going to be attacking Archibald. Will he get an attack of opportunity? Uh, yes, this one will. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I should have that ready, sorry. That's all good. Um, Swud. Mm -hmm. uh, single attack. I forget, I can't make this a power attack, correct? Correct, yeah. Okay. Uh, AOO's half Don't think I need it. So it's a 47 to hit. Okay. 49 points of damage. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, that is going to hit and deal that damage. 49. There we go. Nice. So on its turn, it's going to swing at Archie. Archie's going to take 23 points of negative energy damage and need a fortitude okay. save from Archie. Uh, okay. Um, does it have to move all the way up to him? Could he get his second attack from his combat reflexes? Or can he save that for another target? I guess he could save that for another target. Yeah. Then I'll like... just wait. Okay. Said fort save. Yes. Eh, All right. Twenty-four. It's enough. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right. That takes us to Cassius Lucanus. Oh, Cassius, you are prone on the ground. Uh, near you is this dragon, now no longer red, uh, and uh, sort of beside you is Archibald. Well, beside you a little bit. He's like at this point, maybe fifteen feet to your side. Mm-hmm. And he's got some lost soul attacking him as well. And if you you can look around the area, you can see four more of them rushing in to attack the group. Mm. Well, first thing first, I'm gonna stand up. Okay. So you got no it. No longer. And now, all right. 
Uh, I know I can cast a rage as a free action. Will I still be able to make an attack? Yes. Yeah, you can rage and attack this same round. All right. Well, first I will definitely rage because, well, I don't like being buried before my time. Uh -huh. True. Yeah. And, and right. then on the dragon or what's left of it, I will use Dark Fane for a melee. Yeah. And that's just a single attack this time. But now you are fueled with this greater rage and you are going to hit extra strong because with the greater rage in effect, your strength score is now 34. So uh, how can I modify that on my roll? Uh, sure. When you go to roll Dark Fang, uh, and when it says single or full attack, just click single attack. Okay. Yep. There we go. What the frigging okay. fuck? <laughs> I rolled a right. child upon the dragon's red hump as some of all the hate and rage Indeed. of his entire kind. All right. So you just slash at this thing with Dark Fang. Uh, you, you get a 53 on your attack, which is more than enough to hit him. Uh, you deal 37 points of damage. Uh, sorry, actually 31 points of damage to him. And, uh, yeah, the creature, as you slash at him, you break a bunch of his ribs, and it begins to kind of buckle and fall apart. Like, the, the this dragon has definitely seen better days. All right, that is going to take us to Marcus. Oh, boy, on Marcus's turn, he is going to look down, and he is going to observe this battlefield, and he is going to see that... Things are looking not the best for his dragon. So, so yeah, right? So sad. So what he's going to do is he's going to hold up one of his skeletal hands and from it is going to create this spiritual skeletal hand and it is going to dive down across the battlefield and it is going to stab into the back of the dragon and as he does that, he is going to cast harm on that dragon. Oh, come on. Honestly, I'm happy with this. I would much rather him heal the dragon than fucking hurt us. Yeah. Yeah, I, so I got spell he, turning, he, though. <laughs> so he yeah. does that. And as he does, uh, the dragon begins to revitalize. Its bones mend and stitch back together. Its scales, you know, like one after the other, kind of like dominoes cast back across its body and turn back into a dull red color and its eyes begin to glow brightly uh, with this sort of horrible yellow light deep in its skull. Uh, you also, you could feel heat coming back off of it as its breath weapon is recharged. Fuck. Alright. That is uh, Marcus's turn and it's going to take us to Curla. Or sorry, apologies. That's going to take us to a lost soul. Uh, Alright. Next Lost Soul is up, and it is going to go after a random target. Here we go, here we go. Uh, this one's going to go after Petravian. Uh, Does it Petra. come in Archie's striking range? <laughs> no, Petra's not close to Archie. Okay. All right. Petra. Ooh, oh, uh, one thing I, I neglected. Uh, the yes. It gives the uh, Invoke D also gives a plus six natural armor. Yeah, I added it to your character sheet already. Oh, wonderful. If you check out your buffs, it's on there. <gasps> oh, uh, all right, so this uh, this lost soul comes in there and is going to critically hit you. Ooh, so, <laughs> so it rushes in with this spell, and uh, what it's going to do is, as it touches you with this ability, its its hand reaches in, kind of directly into your chest, oh. and grabs at your your heart and starts squeezing as hard oh. as it can. 
Uh, so it's actually going to do, instead of a normal damage, it's going to hit you critically for 38 negative damage. Fuck. And it's going to deal one point of strength damage, uh, regardless of your saving throw. He used to play Fuck. one of these guys. <laughs> you could have used this against people. Kalima, yeah, right? Kalima. You could have been a fucking salamander by now, I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh my god. Yep. It's so cool. Alright, so... That's going to take us on to Curla. So, relative to my location, where are Marcus and the dragon? Aren't they within 30 feet of me? No. So the dragon from you, you were kind of hanging back further in the fight. The dragon's more ahead of you. It's probably 35, 40 feet in front of you. And then Marcus is going to be much further away uh, to the tune of like uh, about 150 to 200 feet off. So... Uh, beyond the dragon, even. So, like, Mark Marcus is about 200 feet from you, roughly. Okay. How many more harms do you think he has? <laughs> <laughs> In terms of range, what is what is the 200, 200 feet? Is that considered medium, or is that far? That would probably be long range, I think, for most of your spells. Okay, then that's not going to work. should uh, say what your spell ranges are in your casting tab. Um, so yeah, so, sorry. For, so for you, medium range is 300 feet. So that is within your medium range. So he is within my medium range. Yes. And so is yeah. the dragon? Uh, yeah, yeah. Dragon's within close. Well, Curla is going to, still with her eyes closed, summon all of that energy and draw on all of the knowledge that they have gained on life and death in mm. their journey. And they are still in their, I believe, in their celestial form as well. So yes. this towering, white-robed life oracle will summon up all this energy and just let it flow outwards as they do a mass heal. But this rippling white energy extends far beyond just close range just that, that 25 feet plus two per level it's mm -hmm. gonna just wash out across the battlefield because they have pulled in so much energy that they are extending it and casting it at ninth level instead of eighth okay and just remind me the uh the ability that, that is that is uh, a feature that is my uh d my reach spell my metamagic reach spell Ah, Metamagic Reach. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. So I will cast that, refund it, and deduct it from the ninth slot instead of the eighth slot. Yep. All right. Uh, so go ahead and cast the spell and see how much damage you do. Oh, you already did. Excellent. Okay. Oh, boy. So that is 200 damage. Uh, and that gets a will save for uh, for half. So let's see how this works. Half right. is still 100. Half still a big old hundo, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, we'll save on the dragon. Dragon passes. Damn. So it's going to take 100 damage. So that knocks out half the healing it just received. So and... the scales just fall back off again. Yeah, so, th yeah, this 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 uh, <laughs> nimbus of light hits the dragon right after it gets, you know, puffed back up with negative energy. It gets hit now with positive energy and starts to burn it away again. And it's just like, fuck, is this my life now? Like, screw with the life oracle, necromancer. <laughs> and uh, it's gonna this 
this Nimbus is going to spread out across and also hit all these Lost Souls as well. And in fact, it's wide enough that it's going to hit a lot of the battlefield around you as well. And you see a bunch of the soldiers around you, uh, their injuries patch up, a lot of the wounded and dying suddenly stand up fully healed and renewed go back to, to battle against the undead. So like, and this big bubble around you, you've just kind of turned the tide of, of a lot of these fights happening in your vicinity. Now as this Nimbus fucking awesome. As this Nimbus strikes uh, Marcus, however, that silvery shield appears around him again. Uh, and as it hits, you can see that shield begin to wobble and shake and then cracks of light appear across it and it shatters into glass and vanishes. Nice. He just kind of sneers at you. Fuck you, buddy. (laughs) How does the sneer? Does that also um, buff up everyone's health and give them the temporary HP? Yes, it will. So let me go ahead and do some heals on the party. So that is 200 HP to everybody. What would that temp be? Uh, The temp's max at 20. Caps at 20. Thank y'all. I'll take care of mine. Oh, okay. That's fine. I took care of mine. Okay. Yeah, those of you who want to toss in 20 temp, just go ahead and do that. That's fine. I'll I got do it for Cassius. Cool. There you Much go. appreciated. No worries at all. Okay. So, Curla, you cast that spell. You feel like you have done a pretty major uh, impact on this battle from casting that. And that's going to move us on to Jiro. Jiro is now in position to make a sneak attack against this dragon. Nice! Yeah, that's that's my future this... husband. Protean dudes probably have more temp HP than health right now. Uh, maybe. They're not it, that okay. much of a cheese it are they? Yeah, they don't have 20. I mean, they have more than 20 hit points. I don't I know. Most guards have, like, in the ten, ballpark of 10. I mean, it depends on the guard. But, yeah, yeah so sure. so these, they're, they're not quite Cheez-Its. <laughs> they're not the best, but they're not quite okay. Cheez-Its. All right. Um, I mean, as far as... As far as soldiers and guards, like a professional army, they are actually some of the best in the world, but that's neither here nor there. These are also definitely not the first stringers either. Those guys are long dead, and they're actually fighting against them right now. Uh, But anyway, Jiro's up. He has now gotten a position. He is going to make a full attack, sneak attack, against this dragon uh, with his wakasashis. I, I'm sorry, it makes me laugh. Every time I hit that, and that, that many dice appear. Um, okay. I love this, man. <laughs> so, uh, what's going to happen is he's going to get behind this thing, and he's just going to start stabbing with his wakazashi, and he he gets six attacks, I believe, when he's still wielding. Uh, so, let's see. Not all these are going to hit, sadly. Uh, oh, see, no. Yeah, so he's going to miss... Actually, a lot of his attacks are going to miss. Oh. So, uh, of his attacks, he's going to hit for 45 damage. And then he'll hit a second time critically. Uh, I believe that's critical. No, that's not going to confirm. He hits again for for 54. And then he will finally critically hit on his last attack. Uh, let me pull a card for this one. Okay. And he's going after the dragon or after Marcus himself? Marcus is way up in the air. He's going after the dragon. He's a fucking ninja. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and he gets behind this thing. So he he kind of... He's not visible exactly, 
but you can definitely see like these flashes of, of aura and light from his weapon as he's striking the target. And it's sort of these blue silver slashing marks appearing across the dragon's uh, sort of hindquarters. Uh, he ends up slashing at its back. He ends up cutting deeply into one of its legs and then completely cutting off its tail. Um, nice. Fucking A. Yeah, so he has uh, done a significant amount of damage to it, but yet it still clings to undeath. Damn right. <laughs> that, as, a, as a reminder, um, I believe Blessing of Fervor is still in effect. I'm going to mm -hmm. throw the description in the... Oh. Uh, the channel because yeah, there should be some effects along. that y'all can use. Hmm. So that means he gets an additional attack. Yes. Oh, and haste yeah. too. No, we well, yeah. Hasted should hasted. already be on him. It's already on him. Okay. Okay. Well, in that case, let me make another attack. Oh. That's why I remember it because and that one Kira maybe is a, a critical machine. miss. Let's see. Oh. oh no. Oh no. I wish I hadn't. Mentioned oh no. It. I think that actually confirmed. Oh shit. No. What have I done? Confirmed critical miss. No, what have I done? <laughs> he, he's going too fast. He reached maximum velocity. Yeah, he, he has <laughs> gone too fast and spit in the eye of God. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so he has literally overextended himself. Uh, he's become one with the speed force. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> he pulls a Wally. So basically, he gets behind this thing and he's swinging and swinging and swinging. His final shot, he, he literally overextends himself, and the dragon, uh, as he slices off its tail, uh, the tail is still animated undead, and it's going to whip him right back for, for, for being sliced off. Uh, and that is going to strike him for 36 damage. Okay, not the worst. Not the worst, not the worst. And that's his turn. All right, that takes us on to a lost soul. Uh, this one is going to roll randomly to attack someone. And go after Vera. So Vera, oh, uh, one of these last souls is... What's that? Is Vera near enough for Archie to get his other attack opportunity in there? I don't think they're that close to each other, personally. Oh, Has well, uh, Archie moved forward? Like, in I, I, I was imagining this very condensed to the point where there was no way anyone was not within his reach, so... I have okay. no fucking idea. I, I imagined Archie moved forward to unbury Cassius. Yes, that's correct. If that, he had to do that, then he definitely did. Yeah, so he was he was further away from... He was further afield because he had to unbury Cassius. Okay. So Vera's kind of tanking for the rest of the party right now. Uh, this Lost Soul is going to rush forward and attack Vera. Um, Alrighty. Do it to and me. And it's going to miss, maybe critically. Oh! Hell yeah. It rolls double net ones. The spook pulls a tendon. Yeah, so it, it definitely fails as well. <laughs> I've, I've heard of phantom limbs, but really? Uh... <laughs> Alright, so it is definitely not doing anything this round. Uh, and that's going to take us to the next target. So, uh, where was Chisel? In, a, right in proportion to the rest of the, tar oh, the, rest no. of the party. Next to Petravian. Oh no! Next to Petravian? Oh. Alright. Yep. So, Petravian, uh, as yeah. you are focused on other targets, uh, behind you, Chisel sort of just looms up. It stands up, its head turned at a weird angle, its spine not quite moving correctly, and it lifts itself kind of shakily onto its hooves, and it's going to lunge itself at you. So, Chisel moves in to gore you. Mm-hmm. Your boy. I'm so sorry. I couldn't heal him. You okay, buddy? 
It hurts. <laughs> I'm genuinely sorry. Yeah, I can imagine. I could. I'd, if it were me, I would be fucking uh, beside myself right now. <laughs> So, uh, it, it manages to hit you with his antlers and deals 11 points of damage to you, Petravian. I think it's more the uh, the emotional damage here that's, yeah. that's bad. Alright, that's Chisel's turn. That takes mm -hmm. us on to Archibald. Alright, well, Archie's gonna scoot five feet closer to that dragon just in case he needs to. Okay. And then he's gonna full attack. You got it. You are right up on that dragon's face. Let it rip. Make sure to power attack and haste. Come on, attack. Archie. That's the sword. Those are beautiful. The... This is not the primary attack. It's a lot of dice. Okay. It's a lot All of right. dice. Uh, so we got a 39, a 41, a 33, a 40, a 23, 21, 22, 26, and 20. All nice. punches miss. Of Pride's Edge's attacks, three of the four are going to hit. Okay. Okay. So Archie strikes the red dragon for 49 damage, 42 damage, and 54 damage. And I have one question for you. Yes. Would you have to put some spice in those dice? Oh, shit. I think the reason the punches aren't doing any damage is because he just reaches out with the bottom arms. He grabs the dragon's head with one hand, grabs the like body by the base of his neck, and then with the sword, just hacks away until the head is off. Fuck yeah. All right. So as Archibald finishes the final blow on this thing and fully decapitates this dragon, uh, this fire is going to pop out of its, of its now severed neck and sort of spray around harmlessly into the air uh, as the creature begins to very rapidly decay, uh, first into a standard corpse, and then into nothing but dust a moment later. Hey, nice. That's so fucking rad. <laughs> Alright. Dust to dust, Red speeches. dragon is slain. Alright, that takes us to the last of the lost souls. Uh, this one is going to rush at Levette in the Dorothy okay. suit. So, I believe that means you have an attack of opportunity. I do. I don't know if it. I get his feats, so I don't think I. You don't get, get the feats, no, but you okay. should at least have one attack of opportunity. Yes. Yeah, you so gotta stand attack. on your own. I'm hazed. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> uh, that's a 39 to hit. That's a hit. <clears throat> so that is enough to do 19 points of damage. And Four on five. its turn, it's going to reach forward and try to slash at you. Uh, it is. What's your AC currently? My AC. Uh, touch AC or just regular? Touch AC. Uh, 15. Okay, this is going to critically hit. Alright. Okay. Is there any chance Archie can get his other attack of opportunity when it comes near me? Because I didn't come <laughs> next to him. I mean, that's fine. I doubt it'll kill okay. it, but you can. That's fine. Well, you, you're holding on to that. He's got the sword. So give me a single attack. Single attack. Yeah, that'll hit. All right, right. forty-three more. Deal, yeah, forty-three more damage to it. It's still up. Yeah. Uh, so the critical Perfect. attack, the critical hit rather, is going to strike you, uh, and it's going to deal uh, forty-five points of necrotic damage to Levette. Uh, I need you to make a fortitude save, and then it also blows you backwards uh, five Ooh. squares, and you are land may land prone. So go ahead and make a reflex save as well as a fortitude save. 
Remember, okay, you so can have like that his... plus two with the fervor, I think, yes. for the reflex. Right. Yeah, and I didn't give myself extra attacks, so yeah, I'm gonna do that. Um, okay. You get one or the other. You either get the extra attack. Right. I did not take any extra attacks in Archie's turn or my turn, mm -hmm. so I might as well. Yeah. So yeah, this... you are definitely eligible for the plus twos. So Aww. two, and then I, and then I get his physical stats, so I can just roll his. I shouldn't roll. Yeah, it. just no, I roll just... mine and then add his bonus. Yeah, that's fine. Because they're different. Okay. So two, <laughs> and then his bonus would be, or fortitude would be. Uh, Plus six instead of plus two, so there should be added four to that. Okay. So 28. That will succeed. Uh, give me a reflex as well to see if you land prone or not. Good call. I almost forgot to do that. Uh, 21. Okay. So uh, this lost soul is going to come in after being hit by both Archibald and you. Strikes you with such force that you are pushed backwards and you land on your back and slide across the ground about 25 feet, just like showering sparks off the ground as you slide slowly. So that is going <laughs> to knock you prone. Wow. <laughs> All right, that'll take us to Levette's turn. Well, I guess I'll clear that prone first thing. Uh, okay, move action to stand up. There you go. Yeah. Um, and then uh, if I'm not, if I'm five feet away and I've already moved, then I guess I can't punch anything so i'm going to um oh the dragon's already dead so i don't need to do anything to that yes it's time uh, how All far right. away is everyone from each other <sighs> well at this point you're about 25 feet behind the pack because you just got oh, knocked this back all touch isn't it five feet range oh okay that's not gonna help me shit oh wait no i'm looking at the wrong thing sorry 75 feet. Is everyone within 75 feet of me, would we yeah. say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Levette, she's got like a, a something in the the inside of the mech that she slots the gauntlet into, and then it can like interface directly, and she flips a few switches on that, and a bunch of little pods fire out of my back and soar towards everybody, and they land on top of everyone, and, and like they land on your back as like a backpack, and then deploy this exoskeleton over your arms. I'm casting Bull Strength Mass. Nice. All right. Beautiful. Thank you for that. Okay. So if you have a Bull Strength uh, uh, buff on your character sheet, go ahead and activate it. Uh, uh, it's I a level sure 15. It is on Cassius's sheet as well. I would um, also need it. Okay. Would we change that level? Uh, yeah, set you. the level to 20. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Set the level to 20 and set it as active. If anybody doesn't have it, let me know, and I can add it to your character. I don't actually have it on my sheet, but I'm mostly using Archie's sheet right now, so I can just use it on his. Okay. Oh, wait. Yeah, there it is. Alrighty. So, Bull Strength Mass has been cast by Levette. Uh, you've also stood up that round, so you're about mm -hmm. 25 feet behind the pack, and mm -hmm. just for, for like, understanding of the area the furthest ally from you right now is cassius and he's about 65 okay. feet uh on the other side of this now destroyed dragon gotcha all right that takes us to vera vera you've got a lost soul or two right near you Alrighty. so uh first question uh mm -hmm. how high up is market uh marcus is about 60 feet in the air mm. and he's about 
from you uh, 175 feet away, 200 feet away, somewhere in that range. That, that far up in the sky? And he's about 60 feet off the ground, yeah. And about 150, two, or sorry, 175, 200 feet off in the distance. So he's pretty far out there. But no, he's he's been mind. just throwing spells. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, real quick question. Mm-hmm. How long is a elder worm? <laughs> How long is an elder worm? Uh, that's an excellent question. I would say they're probably like tip to tip, maybe 60, 70 feet long. Tit to tit. Maybe. Is right, that so it? You, yeah. So you fully extended. They won't be able to hit. Uh, yeah, they're they're huge. Extended. I mean, they're they're colossal creatures for sure. But like, they're yeah. In that case, uh, the elder worm is going to uh, stay dormant underneath the ground at the moment, and Vera's going to rush forward towards Curla. Okay. And what I'd like to do is uh, grab onto their shoulder, and a bunch of these uh, blackish-colored moths will burst out from Vera's uh, palm, uh, basically swirling around and kind of like... Uh, covering Curla in this powder as I cast protection from negative energy on them. Nice. Zeno, which shoulder? Which shoulder do you touch? The left one. (laughs) 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 Thank you for that. So I'm going to drop that spell. Here. Alright. And that's going to grant you 120 points of uh, resistance from uh, negative energy damage. Awesome, thank you. Feels like something's crawling on me, but thank you. And if uh, Marcus gets into range, could I hold an action for the worm to spring out and uh, bite him? Yes. Yeah. I'll do that. Yeah, it's, uh, let me throw one of these out here. Okay. And I'll add one to the initiative order here. Alrighty. And it gets a really crappy initiative roll. <laughs> gets a four. <laughs> but I think it actually has a it has a penalty to initiative, so that's probably why. Alright. So, after Vera is going to be Petravian. Wonderful. So, currently I have Chisel poking me and a Lost Soul in front of me still? Yeah. Yeah, you got Chisel Uh, behind you and Lost Soul in front of you. They uh, are technically flanking you currently. So, we're going to go after the Lost Soul and leave Chisel. Knock it off. Okay. As most enemies uh, tend to, ignore Chisel. Yep. <laughs> I mean, they didn't uh, today. That's what we got here. Yeah. Uh, we are it's going to. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, we are going to attack the that one in front of me. To make sure I have the right one. Life charge. Mm-hmm. 
do 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 haste and full attack lovely lovely uh that's a 39 29 uh not 20 and a 24 and a 38 all right Let's see so on these guys uh every one of those is a hit yay yep all righty so you strike for 14 14 critically for 40 11 and 14 and then you get to Plus. go back and do some additional holy damage of yay. Let's see, seven, six, six, ten, and eight. And that is actually enough to destroy it. So that is one less lost soul on this plane of existence. All and right. uh, I can't do anything else. Okay, thank you. Alrighty. Cool beans. So the purple worm, does it act on Vera's initiative? Or did you want it to act on its own role? Uh, I, I think we've been doing it based on my initiative. It's just the same. Okay, I'll, I'll push it up then a little bit. There we go. No, hold on. i got to add a little bit more there. There we go. Okay. Cool beans. All right, that'll take us to the beginning of round four. Riz, you have initiative. Okay. And uh, the field is semi-covered in enemies. You've got four lost souls coming at the party. Uh, attacking, you. there are now a few more Lost Souls that are going to be added to the initiative because there's a few more reinforcements, as always. Uh, this time, only three additional ones. Okay. And uh, the dragon has been destroyed, and Marcus is far afield, but now focusing specifically on you guys as you have uh, now cracked through whatever magical shield he had. But there's a lot of Lost Souls around us currently. Uh, there are four that are close to you and three more that are on their way in. How close? 30 feet? Uh, the ones that are on their way in are 40 feet out. The ones that are on you guys are then like base to base with certain people. All right. I am going to use a holy chain lightning to just get all of them. It might not kill them all, but it'll at least hit them. You got it. Love to see it. And that would be about 70 holy damage. Okay. And what's the range on that? Um, I would try to centralize it. It has 400 feet for the first one and then like mm -hmm. 30 for whatever the centralized one is. So if I okay. need to boost it, just let me know. Uh, you'd need to boost it a little bit to hit all of the enemy targets. Okay. Uh, the furthest ones a field are going to be about 50 feet from each other. Not counting Marcus. If you want to hit Marcus, you'll need to pump it up a bunch. No, I... I'm not worrying about him. I'm making sure my teammates don't die. Okay. Yeah. So you need to pump it up uh, two more or 20 more feet. Okay. I can do that. Okay. All right. And I'm going to have these lost souls roll some deck saves. Fail, 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 pass, fail, fail, fail. All right. A lot of them failed. So here we go. 70 damage to. Holy lightning, baby. All of those guys and half damage to that one. All right, so you have actually destroyed one of them straight up. And that is going to be your action. Do you have a move action you'd like to take? Uh, I'm going to stick with Archie to keep my uh, sweet, sweet defend ally shit. <laughs> you got it. 
All right, that's going to take us to a Lost Soul. It is going to be moving over to attack its nearest target, which is going to be... I believe this is the one that was going after Dorothy. Um, mm -hmm. So it's going to rush in. Uh, Dorothy is going to get another attack for opportunity, I believe. All right. I wasn't so sure standing if again. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm standing again. Yeah. Punch. Single or punch. Oh, let me haste that. There we are. Oh, I was at 35. That's still enough to hit. <laughs> That's with a two, okay. Yep. <laughs> so this is what it's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you punch it for 23 points of damage. Uh, it's going to strike you back for 17 points of negative damage. And I need you to make a fortitude save, please. You got it. So weird. All right, so I'm just going to add a plus six between the... Uh, blessing of fervor and my the difference between our stats. All right, you're good. Whew. All right, that's not a great roll. <laughs> All right, Cassius, you're up. All right. Uh, question: Is the uh, tail of the dragon still whole? Uh, no. It has no, now it's... been reduced to nothing but ashes. Oh, I thought it would have been poetic to club the sorcerer to death with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like with uh, the thought process for sure. Sadly, right, well, it is. It is the fell energies that were holding it together have now uh, cascaded off into nothingness. Well, then I'm going to need to roll a perception check to see if I can detect the worm underground. Oh, you can feel something rumbling. <laughs> I can feel something rumbling, but can I discern where it will emerge? Yeah, give me a give me a perception check. Absolutely. No. Okay. Yeah, you can see a spot where the ground has sort of bulged up just ever so slightly as something is certainly perched under that spot ready to move. So yeah, All you right. think you can you can definitely discern where that is going to be. All right, thank you. Glad you're underground anymore. It would have been an awkward meeting if I were. <laughs> oh, hi there. Uh, Cassius is going to run to that spot. And while, uh, let's see here, he, and once he reaches it, he's going to use his, uh, Astrak, uh, ranged weapon to take, to attack a lost soul. You got it. All right, go ahead and uh, make that attack. So you, you take your heavily enchanted pylum and you launch that across the battlefield. Let's see how it do. All righty. You strike a... Do you have any particular lost soul you want to go after? Uh, how about the one that just attacked? Okay. Alrighty. You got it. Okay, so you strike that one. You get a 42 to the hit, and uh, Astronach is a uh, lightning-empowered pila. So this thing is going to strike into this lost soul and just fill it full of electrical damage. And then, as soon as it does so, it is going to reappear in your hand. Uh, you deal 25 points of damage to this lost soul and annihilate it. It is dead. Nice. That's 142! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that will take us to Marcus. Oh, boy. Okay. So... He looks down at the group, and it seems that, you know, you guys are just 
really not wanting to die very much. So what it's he is going to do? It's a thing we're bad at and good know, at at right? the same time. Why don't you just die for him? You. So first. what he does is he is going to hold an arm up over his body. He is going to chant some ancient spell, and he clenches his hand slowly into a fist. And as he does, these little purple orbs are going to swirl around his skeletal hand and then fly up into the ground or into the air rather. And as they do, they swell in size and become these massive purple boulder sized orbs of energy. And then they're going to begin slamming down into the ground all around you guys as he casts meteor swarm. Great. Motherfucking uh, this... bitch tits. <laughs> Spell resistance help me. It does. It does. Uh, it is Coming applicable. So let's see here. Uh, he's going to roll a caster check. And he fails. Coming in clutch. Curla, you also have spell resistance, right? I do. I have a spell resistance of 29, if that helps. 29. All right. I'm going to have him roll against yours. And he passes. Fuck. All right. So he breaks Curla's spell resistance, but fails against Levette's. Uh, he rolls Meteor Swarm, which deals... Oh boy. Some of the fireball. Doom. 2d6 points of bludgeoning damage. Blue. 40 foot range. 60. How many of these does he get? Oh my gosh. Like, how dead am I? <laughs> oh, four. Four of them. Okay. Okay, so four of these orbs come down and crash, and they're going to spread up across, basically casting four simultaneous fireballs, roughly. Um, so that's going to be a total of 8d6 times four. Okay, okay. Any, any saves on our part? Well, I mean, you're, you're fine. Well, yeah, Archie's no got a save to make. Okay, yeah, what, so that's what are we be... doing? Uh, I'm rolling 32d6 real quick. Oh. That's a lot of damage. Fuck. Is that considered massive damage? Uh, if it's more than half your hit points, yeah. Okay, well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he throws down 32d6 damage. Uh, some of that's bludgeoning. Some of that's fire. Um, that is a reflex save from everyone who is susceptible to the damage, which is going to be uh, everyone except for Curla and Levette. Uh, can I use Uncanny Dodge to improve my odds? Uh, I'm re-rolling. <laughs> uh, I think it's actually already helping you. It's oh. it's already affecting your, your reflex saves. 30 so. for Petravian. If you haven't used your Blessing of Fervor, you can get a plus two on the reflex save. Oh, yes. Yeah, so go so ahead and give yourself a plus two on that roll. 32. And okay. How come I'm immune to that, Beardy? Uh, Oh, sorry. You failed the spell resistance. My apologies. Whoopsie. 36. So you, you are not immune. Okay. <laughs> only only Levette has spared this. Uh, Let's see here. Damn my honesty. Not 20. <laughs> nice, buddy. All right. So Riz passes. Cassius passes. So uh, quick question. 22 from Archie. I don't think it's enough. No. 21, 22 both fail. Or the 21 doesn't count. You you destroy that one, so I'll delete that. Um, 32 for Petravian. 32 passes. Of... Yeah. Right. Question, Beardy. Yes. What's up? Is is this area of, of effect damage? Yes. Dang it. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, that was. All right, that's that going to be a, a um, thirty. Okay, thirty's going to fail. Oh, I don't even think I could pass it. Did you wait? Did, yeah, if you got a thirty, did you use no, your? No, um... just added. I added it in. Oh, okay. Ooh. Hmm. Alrighty. So Barry? that is a bit a bit of damage there. How Let's see. So... DC so high. I know it's a ninth level <laughs> spell, but god damn. It's a ninth level spell from a very very like a character that is higher than level twenty. Yeah, I, Who has I the Lich Template? It's real bad. He's... I, I can't stress it enough. He's one of the strongest casters to ever live. Um, Alright. Uh, What's up? Sorry, Curler is... Once again... <laughs> nice. Alright, go and ahead I with the reroll. five left and I'll do another reflex roll. You got it. Alright. Oh, flippity-doo-dah. Flippity I rolled one indeed. higher That's... than the last one. Yay. It's slightly so better. It's still a go. complete... Yeah. Okay. Okay, so that is going to deal uh, 119 damage to those that failed the save. So we'll start. I will start with. Okay. Uh, I'll start down and work my way up. So Curla, you take 119 damage. Uh, let's see, Vera, you have failed and also take 119 damage. I rolled a 17 and still failed. <laughs> Since uh, I oh. had to roll a reflex save anyway, the Mm-hmm. Final um, revelation: automatically making a reflex, uh, making a saving throw against massive damage, doesn't mean anything. No, you're fine. Uh, Got it. Actually, uh, Beardy, um, what's up? The the spell Blaze of Glory gives the effect of prayer spell for one round per caster level, which gives plus one on uh, saves. Were you one off from from passing? No, well, that's for. Uh, would that be one off for for Petravian? Uh, for, no, for uh, I was I passed. This is for for Vera. The no. blaze of glory affects everybody around me. Nah, one one wouldn't have made a difference. Ah. Yeah, yeah, thirty-one, probably like thirty-five to forty. Or... I just... All right. Cool. Oh yeah, I don't think RG could have passed, <laughs> even with all that. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's see. So Sorry after about that. Vera was Cassius, Cassius is going to take sixty damage. Well, I, my reflex save worked. Yes, so you only take half. Oh, okay. Uh, my bad. <laughs> oh, you're good, you're good. Uh, Risen passed and takes half damage. Also 60. Which I feel uh, is unrealistic. I think I could dodge him. <laughs> I could dodge a, an explosion. It's, it's kind of like a someone... Meteor? Knocked out the, yeah, yeah, a meteor. Yeah, it's a rock. I can dodge yeah. a rock. <laughs> I dodge rocks all the time. Rocks oh, are super slow. Was it 60 or was it a... Yeah. What's that? Wait. It was it was 120 basically 100, 119 okay, okay. damage. So never mind. I I did math wrong in my head. Please just keep going. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and then uh, finally is Petravian, uh, who has failed as well and takes 119 damage. So everybody would need to add prayer a buff from the blaze of glory since it was affected everybody. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and activate the prayer buff on you if you have it. If you don't have it, let me know and I can add it. I got it. Okay. All right. So that, I believe, is the fullness of the attack. Um, I think Jiro... I didn't roll for him. Sorry. One second. Reflex save on Jiro. Jiro fails and takes 119 damage. Ouch. Okay. 
And that is all of the damage that I need to deal with to leave. Yum. <laughs> Yum. All right, so that is Marcus's turn. Uh, he is going to cackle, and he probably has a assholeish thing to say in this situation. Let's see what he says. Uh, good old Marcus the Destroyer. As his as these meteors rain down on the battlefield and just do wads of damage to the party, he says, Fools! Misguided fools, the world of the living will end, and all will serve me in a death for eternity. Alright, so that is his I'll turn, and that moves us... Flip in the quad bird now that I got the quad arms. birds. Yep, jog on, mate. <laughs> All right, so that's going to take us to some more lost soul. Uh, this one is going to go after a random target. I need to re-roll that one because chisel is no longer available. God damn! I rolled another chisel. Come on! <laughs> I rolled another chisel. Oh, the, this poor deer. Look at this, look at this. I was gonna show these the, to, the, to, the, to the, look at this. Chisel was eight, by the way, on the random attacks. I've now rolled it three times in a row. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Absolutely I hate amazing. to tell you. Yeah, it's already dead. Uh, okay, so I get really Levette. Oh, on the, okay. on the fourth, turn that, fourth roll, turn that I get Turn that knife just a little more dice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm trying to remember, if I use the attack of, yeah, I use the attack of. Yeah, you use your attack of between this round. So it's going to rush at you and make a touch attack. Uh, this one is going to hit you for 20 points of necrotic damage. Uh, I need a fortitude save from Levette, please. All right. Oh, no. Oh, you better make this. <laughs> Because, <laughs> well, no. uh, th oh no. We'll see. Oh shit. That's a that one. We had to say that. You had to say something. I had huh? to say that because it rolled maximum on the strength damage. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm in the big robot right now, so I've got oh, a huge oh, so you... shit ton of strength. Okay. I that's... mean, yeah, that's I'm not good. actually inside of it mechanically. I did actually I, I, transform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. So, so, so the, the good thing is. Uh, you're not dead, but if this mm -hmm. effect ends and you don't remove mm -hmm. this damage, it will kill you. Yes. So, so you take eight points of strength damage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. I hate to be real, real baggy, but have you got any more of those heels lying around by any chance, Curla? <laughs> Especially the, the bigger, the group ones, because Archie's also got like seven fucking HP now. We'll find out, won't we? Yeah, I guess we will. All right, Curla. Seven. He's got a 98. He's fine. All right, he's fine. Curla, you are up. Oh, d heal doesn't remove negative levels, though, does it? Oh, it, it, removes it removes stat damage. Yeah, it's it exactly the okay. same damage I took before. Got it. Well, Curla in their in the celestial aspect form, I believe, has sort of a billowy white pseudo wings. Mm -hmm. But they're drawing so much positive life energy into themselves that their celestial armor is going to start shining and and glowing and they're actually going to just start rising off the ground i think without even noticing so their their fly ability which is a swift action is going to kick in uh and they're just going to kind of hover there <laughs> while i find the damn inventory where i can make that work okay how high in the air are you going uh about five feet off the ground Okay, uh, I already had you five feet off the ground. Did you want to go higher than that? Did you? Oh, well, yeah. then... Oh, no, sorry. Yeah. That was your counter for um, meows. 
Apologies. Yes, thank okay. you. So you go five feet off the ground. Five feet off the ground, and again, all of this this swirling moonlight life energy that is that is cascading around them will what, just build up and build up and build out, and then just crash outwards in a wave uh, that again extends well beyond where you might expect. It just keeps on coming and coming as as they cast mass heal. But at ninth level, uh, so that it makes it all the way over to that asshole, Marcus. <laughs> and I'll uh, I'll refund that, and I'll take it off my ninth level spells. Alrighty. So you launch another cascade of mass heal. Uh, so I will go ahead and drop that on the entire party. Uh, Chisel is first struck by this. So the, the, I'll, I'll go ahead and do the healing for the party. Uh, uh, mass heal. Boom. 200 to everybody. So the, uh, go ahead and add the 20 temp to your all, to yourselves as well. Archie. How much HP do we get? Is, are we sure we get the temp? Yeah, you get... Well, I mean... If you had to heal more than 200, I guess. Oh, 200. Okay, 200. But it was 200 base healing, and then any overbleed up to 20 becomes temporary. Okay. Uh, so that's enough to basically get everybody back, I'm sure, to full, um, for the most part. Except Archie, And as, as that wave of positive energy uh, strikes Chisel, uh, Chisel's going to get a saving throw, which I'm going to go ahead and assume he's going to fail, yeah. All right, and Chisel is struck with this nimbus of holy energy and is just going to sizzle and turn to ash on the ground. Chisel for shizzle. Be sizzle. That wave of light is going to move out and it's going to hit all of these lost souls as well, which I believe is probably going to kill every single one of them, but let's see. Fail, 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 fail fail. All of them are dead. So every lost soul is destroyed that is on the board currently. Bye, buddy. Alright, so those are gone. Uh, leaving the only enemy on the board left, uh, Marcus the Destroyer. Speaking of, uh, that wave of energy cascades out and is going to hit him. And he gets a saving throw from this because this is the first thing to actually affect him. Now that his uh, shield is broken. Alright, he is going to make the save, and he takes, what, half damage? I believe that's how that functions. So, he takes 100 damage, I think. Maybe I have to look that one up. Do, 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 do. I believe yeah. that's right, but yes, please do, do check. But yeah, he, uh, oh, uh... Ah, oh, here we go. Uh, uh, da, 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 yeah, save her for half. Okay, cool. So he takes 100 points of damage from that. And uh, you see it it strikes him and sort of blows his, his, uh, his robes back a little bit. Like he's been hit by some sort of force of wind. And uh, you see like little shreds of fabric and little scratches appearing across his uh, bony visage as this uh, positive energy begins to etch his body with uh, with damage. Wonderful. All right. 
Uh, that is stat damage is gone too. Uh, yeah, go ahead and remove your stat damage. If anyone has stat damage, it's gone. I think I do actually still for some reason. Marcus has All not right. come closer to us yet, correct? What's that? Has Marcus come closer to us yet or no? Uh, not yet, no. All right, that's going to take us to Jiro, who is still invisible and will move to a more useful spot. Archie, you're up. All right, so uh, how far is Archibald for me again? I'm trying to. So there's like a front line with Cassius and Archibald, mm -hmm. as I understand it. Yeah. And then middle line of me, mm -hmm. Petra. Archie's and... about 55 feet ahead of you on the okay. other side of the majority of the party. So I'm not going to get to him in a single move. Then I think he's just going to fly up towards Marcus. And okay. uh, what does he? It's CMB to try and grab him. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a it's a grapple attempt. Yeah, CMB. Yeah, he's gonna run up and try to grab him and try okay. to pull him down to earth. <laughs> you got it. Okay. So uh, the good news is uh, liches are particularly wimpy people for mm -hmm. the most part, being that they were wizards in life. Mm -hmm. And uh, don't really have much in the way of, you know, melee combat abilities. So Archie just really easily reaches up and grabs him. Now, the problem with that is that mm -hmm. he also really shouldn't ever touch a lich for a couple different reasons. Uh, so Archie grabs a hold of him and has him. The hold him is, is so he's now grappled. Uh, oh, but I need Archie. Later. I need Archie to make a will save. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. My boy has been rolling like shit all day. Yeah, so Archibald is going to take uh, a bit of damage here in the oh, effect damage. of okay. negative levels. Oh, that's worse, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Archie is going to take two negative levels for touching a lich. What does that do? Uh, it's an, Effectively, it's a much. minus two to everything. Okay. So I any have... roll, any effect, any damage, everything okay. done, Archie takes a minus two. So what's a 40 instead of a 42 now and a hit? Yeah, shit. whatever. Whatever, okay. right? Can he pull him down to earth at least? Oh yeah, you're, you're grappling him, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, and since you're, as long as you're one size category larger than somebody, and you're grappling mm -hmm. them, you can still move around. So like, Archie can still like, kind of like fly around with this fucking lich in his hand if he wanted to. Yeah, bring him <laughs> over to the party. Be like, here you go. Bring him. I mean, to I'd me. love for him to slam into the ground, but I assume that's too much action economy. It's a bit. Throw too him much my direction. Around. But I will Archie smite reaches his up. Ass. Archie okay. reaches up and grabs him, and then begins flying back to the party. So uh, that would put Archie. Well, how fast can he fly? Uh, he's got 60. a thirty foot. Oh, yeah. He's hasted, so sixty. Uh, You're right. Okay. So, oh shit! I could get up to him. Okay. So yeah, oh, you could get up to him and grab him, and then start to fly back. back. But yeah, and, you're and you're start throwing him because of this touching bullshit. <laughs> okay. Just like so you throw can... him at the ground. Yeah. yeah so but... we'll have you make the roll for the the throw next round. Yeah. Alright, that'll well, take can a little not be touching him this round, or does he have to suffer that damage I mean, at the start part of the turn? Part of the grapple. Can he let go at the end of his turn, though? I mean, it's not really a grapple, then, is it? Like, well, the whole I don't idea know. Of... Most systems let you let go as a free action. I don't know. Sure, but it's the same enough. It's the same round. I, I guess I don't quite okay. understand what the point of grappling if, if you're going to grapple him and then immediately let him go. Well, I still brought him closer first. It's, it's, oh, it's oh I see. You're saying do. you want to grab him. Pull him over and then Pull him over and then let him go. Yeah. I guess. Okay. <laughs> I Thank I you. guess. Sure. It's a bit weird, but all right. Um, all right. So it's turn then? Yeah, so he's still hovering in the, in the air, though. Yes, it's, and hovering he's now, is not perfect He's not closer to the, to the party, though. Is he close enough to uh, activate the action that I had saved? 
Yes. And yeah, I'd like to also uh, remind everyone that Cassius is on top of this. Uh, yes. Oh thing, yeah. Of this oh, yeah. Uh, little mound. Yeah. So <laughs> as the pearl worm is going to lunge up and bite onto uh, this lich's leg, mm -hmm. can Cassius be transported with them? Oh yeah, absolutely. That's right that was the whole idea. So um, what I'd like is for Cassius to make a acrobatics check for me. Alrighty. We're gonna see if you can ride the worm. <laughs> well, now, if you really, I mean, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say this, uh, that's desert power. So <laughs> it wasn't me this time, Kenny. It was it was fifty. So so Cassius, as the ground erupts under you, you grab hold of the the edge of the the mouth of this massive purple worm as it bursts forth to try to bite at this lich. It carries you into the air with it, and as it gets up to Marcus, it's going to make an attack, and we're going to see if it hits. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe not. It's a pretty bad roll. Pretty bad roll. Uh, sadly, the, uh, the purple worm is going to try to bite at Marcus, but... Marcus is still floating in the air and is able to kind of jolt out of the way because he seems to be able to fly in any direction. And he kind of just zorps to the side. Uh, but also... Uh, zorpage. Yeah, zorpage. But I'm going to also give an, an attack to Cassius since you're up there with him. Well, so I too up. will make a, a grapple attempt. Oh, wonderful. Okay. So you leap from the purple worm and you try to grab on to this floating skeleton. Uh, go ahead and make a CMB um, uh, maneuver there. Oh, is it CMB or CMD? CMB. So you'll want to go to the... Combat either... CMB. There you are. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cassius being a lifelong gladiator grappler master uh, has no problem whatsoever just handling this uh, this lich. Uh, I am the Kreezat Hadrach and Milk Sup. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So grabbing a hold of Marcus the Destroyer is a really, I can't stress this enough, a really painful experience. Uh, as you grab him, it feels like your hands immediately go numb as just touching him is literally draining your life force. Um, you have lost four levels from touching him. Ooh. Yeah. Um... But you're still grappling him, like you've got him, and uh, it's he's finding it harder to move around because he now has a uh, uh, a big beefy Oread holding on to him. He's he's kind of like moving his head this way and that as you're grabbing at him. He's like, get out of, out of me, yeah, you know. So he, he's having a bad day up there. Okay, so for my actual turn, <laughs> uh, I realize it's not going to stop him from flying, but I mm -hmm. point the arm of my mech at this guy and a little. Mm -hmm. Slip of metal is gonna shoot out and smack him. It's gonna lock a collar around his neck, and I'm gonna cast teleport lock or dimensional lock. Wonderful. Alright, go for it. Beautiful. Nice. Okay. No saving throw. No saves. He just can't teleport. Yes, he is Dang. unable to teleport away. Alright, he is dimensionally locked. Okay, yeah. It uh, claps around his neck and it goes beep beep and kind of flashes a little bit, and he is just stuck here. Vera, what would you like to do? 
Well, first, I would like my purple worm. I believe his name was Bob. Uh, okay. I'd like I, I'll to rename him. Unleash an entire uh, full attack on market. Wonderful. Okay. Does the worm also get the extra attack if it's a full attack? And th does the worm have blessing of furfur on it? I'm not sure. No. 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 Darn. Sorry. Uh, okay, it's going to full attack. And let's see what it do. So Marcus is currently grappled, so that is going to lower his AC a little bit. Uh, and the purple worm is going to hit on the bite. Um, I guess my question is: Would you like the, would you like Bob to swallow Marcus and Cassius? No. <laughs> okay. In that case, uh, he just hits Marcus for a little bit of damage. Uh, let's see, that is going to be. Uh, less his DR. There we go. Okay. And that is that. Uh, what would Vera like to do? So I would like to uh, start flying towards Marcus, the destroyer. And once again, my arms will ablaze as if I'm uh, casting uh, the my blue azure flame. But it will condense into this plasma. And I'm going to unleash a Stormbolt at Marcus. Awesome. So you just, you just see this lightning basically emanate from my hand and go straight into uh, Marcus's torso. Wonderful. All right, go ahead and let's see how that would do. Um, go ahead and roll your 20d8. Got it. DC 23 and he also gets some spell resistance um, go ahead and make a spell resistance check for me so a, a caster level check for Vera got it that's going to be a 38 that's enough yeah that hits okay yeah. you... alright and uh <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he fails the save, so he takes seventy-eight damage. God dang! And I believe he's also stunned for one round. He's sadly he's immune to stun. Well, the, well uh, then he hurt one of the bad. vast amounts of uh, of uh, condition <laughs> immunities that undead get. Then it feels like he stubbed his toe, and it really hurts, <laughs> real bad. He's like, ah, that's what he gets. <laughs> All right, that will take us to Petravian. Petra, what are you doing? How far away is he from Petra? From Petra, he is about... I'd say... All that 40, bringing back this 45 direction. 45 feet. 25 feet? 45 right. feet. 45 feet. Yeah. Then, if I take a five-foot step, would I be able to full attack throwing? And that it would be... So that would put you at about 40 feet away from him, so you'd be yeah. at minus two to hit. But yeah, you could do that. Yes, you could, Let's you do can that. smite and full Let's attack with your hammer. That, that's what we're doing. He is still grappled, so he is taking a, a, a AC penalty for that. Smite. And we're going to throne, full yeah. attack. Uh, yeah. What's So attack... Uh... So, yeah, so smite evil, you're going to get your charisma bonus to hit. So for, uh, sorry, not Cassius, uh, for Petra, I'm look at your attributes real quick, that is a plus six to hit, and it's a plus 20 to damage. 
Because you get your uh, you get your level to damage. So plus sixty or plus twenty, you said, and yeah, then plus twenty uh, for damage roll. and plus six to hit. And then minus two, so... And then plus, minus, uh, minus two, so, so you're at an effective plus four. Plus four, and we're yep. hasted, and yep. I have... Uh, did I have point blank? I believe I did. Uh, it took something. Uh, he's not within point blank range. Yeah. Oh, he's not point blank range. Okay. No. And I think that's everything, so let's see yep. what happens here, folks. Let's see. 40, 40, 30, 28, 48. All right, uh, so of those... Uh, let's see. Of those attacks, three of them are going to hit. Sweet. All right. And let's see. Marcus the Destroyer is going to take, and these are all considered good aligned attacks, so they're actually going to bypass his DR, so these are going to really hurt. And you're smiting, so it automatically bypasses DR anyway. Oh. Uh, so it's going to be 32 damage, 37 damage, 34 damage, and then 5, 11, and 6 positive. Whew. It's 5, minus 11, and minus 6. All right, so those three rapid throws of your hammer uh, that hit are enough that uh, he has gone from looking a little bit hurt to looking very badly injured now. Uh, Marcus the Destroyer looks pretty fucked up. <laughs> pretty, pretty fucked up, you think. He's... He's some of his bones are cracked a bit. Uh, his his robes sort of shredded. He definitely does not have the uh, the look of a um, uh, an overlord that he had a few moments ago. He looks like he is definitely pushing it. Riz, you are going to begin round five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, could I, I hear just apparently. check one thing? God damn it. Sorry. I had myself muted so that, you know, couldn't be heard on my side. All right. Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to have the winds rush around me. I am going to make my way down to Marcus, get a, a good angle at it, so I'm not going to hurt mm -hmm. anyone else. And I am going to push all of the rest of my rune points into mm -hmm. Disintegrate, pushing okay. the DC save up to 28, making it holy, and all the rest going into power. Nice. Okay, and uh, let's see, that is a... Fortitude save? What, what save is that? Uh, let me let me just uh, put, put uh, it out yeah, there yeah, in yeah. the world first. Sure. And then uh, when you say put the rest into power, what's that total uh, total going to be exactly? So, um, let me let me see how many points I have to get in there first. Okay. So yeah. Put it to three. So I have. Four that are already used. That's fortitude. So then I have five. So I have five power going in there, so that's the next few dice. I'm not exactly mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Uh, what is it? 2d6 each? Uh, I believe it's... Yeah, 2d6 per caster level. So Okay, so that would be I... 10, I believe. Okay. So you'd be pumping 10 extra d6 into it? I believe so. 
Okay, so you're looking at a total of 50 D6 damage. Yeah. Okay, so... Everyone's five, 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 zero, D6. Okay, so uh, you have done 154 plus the 34. Mm -hmm. uh, your DC is 28. Yes. And your attack roll was a 24 touch. Yeah, if that's too low, I'm going to re-roll that. <laughs> uh, so so what happens, that actually, that's, that is high enough. Uh, he, it's, touch, it's a touch attack. He's also being grappled, which mm -hmm. significantly lowers his touch AC. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, what's gonna happen is Riz, you you take all of your remaining rune points and you charge it into a single spell here. You mm -hmm. cast disintegrate. Is there any particular look of this spell that you had in mind? So um, behind Riz, this huge glyph appears. And you see one after another, a god symbol appear through each little mm -hmm. circular rune. And as they like point both their hands forward, they they kind of tilt it, and they just flip them off. <laughs> <laughs> and they blast right. it. So uh, the 24 is enough to hit. Uh, the, the beam hits him. I'm going to have you roll a spell resistance. Okay. So you need to make a caster level check. Even with holy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he has he has spell resistance okay. as a as a feature. Thirty six. Thirty six. It's, it's a good roll. It's a good roll. It's a good roll. I'm just gonna take a sip of water. <laughs> no, I can re-roll it. <laughs> so. I've had him roll his fortitude save. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll actually, I'd rather I'll do that right now. I should say uh, the DC is twenty-eight. Okay, all right. I have had him. Uh, you've you've overcome his spell resistance. He has made his fortitude save. Uh, the total damage you would deal if he fails is um, plus thirty-four. Uh, it would be one hundred and eighty-eight damage. So Riz, yeah. Can you guess how much HP Marcus the Destroyer has left? Is it that much? <laughs> it was 176. So I have a further question for you, Riz. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Do you want to put some spice in those dice? I yes. would love to. As the beam goes forward, you see energy from each deity going forward and Riz's own as their hand alights with Thessa's symbol, and they're just glaring at this guy. The energies kind of push away their friends out of harm as it's darting and faceting at this being, and they just continuously look into the sockets of this soul, or this, this fucking necrotic being, mm -hmm. and they just want him to know that it was them. Lovely. All right. Well, this energy cascades through him, and his physical form gives out. Uh, his clothes, his bones, his his staff he was holding, everything about him begins to crumble rapidly into dust. Um, 
Cassius, what you were holding on to that was kind of keeping you aloft is gone, and you begin dropping to the ground very quickly. I'd like Archie to catch him, if he can do uh, that. Yeah, absolutely. So Archie swoops in and catches um, catches Cassius. Cuddle um, And lands on the ground, you know, safely. And what happens is interesting. As Curla sees Riz doing this and then hears Riz calling, Curla is already beginning to move towards this disintegrating being, and they're so, going to, from their pouch, what, pull oh, out oh, a... One, one moment. Sorry. One moment. So We're beginning to move, not actually doing anything. So throughout all of creation, there is a stunned silence. All actions in the battlefield seem to stop, and the wind itself holds its breath for a solitary moment. As the form of the Lich is cracking and breaking down, folding in on itself again and again, becoming a singularity of dark energy. Pulsing there is just this orb of crackling black and purple lightning as it pulses in and out slowly. What would you like to do, Curla? Uh, Curla is, as soon as they see this transformation that's taken place from Riz's incredible deployment of of godly power, they will start gliding through the air towards this this orb. And by this point, I think their celestial aspect is kind of wearing off. So as they're gliding, they're kind of descending and they're reducing in height to their normal self. So by the time they come in, in front of this orb, they're back in their usual form, but they're, they have pulled out the black sapphire and they hold it in one hand and in the other they are summoning in all of that white moonlight energy. So as it, as it falls from their form, it's coalescing and solidifying. In their left hand, they have that black sapphire in their right. And focusing on that, that singularity of necromantic energy they will focus every last particle they have in themselves everything they've learned about life and death in that moment they will be thinking of, of not grand celestial consequences but just thinking how much they want to protect their friends and they will cast soulbind all right go ahead and drop the spell Okay, and uh, he gets a will save. Here we go. All right. Once again, the dice seem to be on your side tonight. As you cast this spell, that nimbus of black and purple energy is drawn, shaking and resisting the entire time and pulled into this black sapphire. And as it does, you can see just the faintest of hairline cracks forming across the face of this black sapphire, as if even this stone is maybe just not quite strong enough to contain his spirit. But after a few moments, the Nimbus is fully inside it. And as soon as it's inside this 
Sapphire, there is total silence from the battlefield as the entire undead army stops and falls to the ground silent. I think that's about like uh, 500 or something, Cassius. So uh, I think I won that bet. I pressed. I helped. <laughs> and uh, I at that, at that, we're going to take a short break. And we're back. Hello. Welcome back, everybody. Almost all of us are back. So yeah. <laughs> uh, before the break, we finished the battle outside of the city of Proto. The entire undead army lies motionless. The defenders of Prota, the, the legions that were withdrawn to defend the city, are standing in stunned silence as what they thought was a hopeless battle has turned into somehow a victory. Cheers echo across the field as the smoke and fog begin to slowly dissipate and people realize that maybe this isn't the end of their life. Maybe this is only the next chapter. So they thought. I activate my sight. <laughs> uh, I'm going to slowly let myself kind of float down to the ground. Mm -hmm. Kind of take a moment to take everything in, make sure that no one else is coming to hurt us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to attempt to take my amulet off. All right. I'd like a will save, please. Okay. Twenty-six. Can I re-roll if that's not good enough? Uh, yeah, you can re-roll with a fake point. I would like to do that. Mm hmm Okay, come on, baby. Thirty-nine. So you reach up and you touch this amulet that's around your neck, and as you do, you again hear the voices that it's been whispering to you since you put it on, and... At first, you can't quite seem to find the strength to remove it, but then you take a breath and you remove it from your neck and a weight seems to lift from your shoulders uh, as you do. Your, uh, your bonus stats disappear, but you also no longer hear the uh, rather insistent commands it was, it was giving you. Shit, it was cursed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I knew it. And I'm going to point at the amulet, and I'm going to cast Disintegrate. All right, give me a roll. You got it. I fucking called it. I can't believe I didn't roll high enough for that. I'm sad. This is so good. Vindification. Uh, what, what would the whispers saying? Kill them. <laughs> kill them. Kill them all. Damn. <laughs> Did you have to roll against it? Uh, mm -hmm. I made a will save when I first put it on, um, and I failed it. Mm -hmm. So it, it effectively was influencing Riz uh, in some interesting ways, but mostly it was just making Riz um, a little more self-centered, I think is how I put it. Hmm. But uh, Back to the real self. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you cast Disintegrate on this amulet, and it crumbles into stone shards in your hand, little pebbles powerless little shards of nothing and then they fall to the ground alright that's going to take a bit to be a little bit better but I'm okay now Whew. we, we um, could have sold that 
I don't think you would have wanted to do that. Kala is cursed, wasn't it? It did talk to me, so I feel like that depends on your perception on like does something talking to you mean like it's cursed? Because then like I could be like, you're all cursed. Well, I mean, I am I mean, and that I was. Uh, for the record, I was talking at you, not with you. <laughs> uh, oh, we still wanted to kill you, or I I'm still not clear on that. Petravian, were we killing him, or? Uh, no. <laughs> right. Okay, good, because I've not got much left in me, to be honest with you. Curl is looking uh, at this black sapphire as they kind of slowly yeah. clamber so, up to their horrible spider so, feet. A couple of things happen while you're looking at this sapphire, actually, uh, Curla. Uh, so I, I said before you notice these hairline cracks across its surface, just these very fine spider webbing cracks going through it. And as you're looking at it, you feel a presence welling up inside the sapphire and you can hear something you hear a voice it sounds distant uh at first it's almost as if it was not much more than a whisper and you hear speaking to you and only curla can hear this holding the sapphire you think you have won you are yet the next in a long line of those who have failed to kill me. I am eternal, and it will only be a matter of time until I am released from this paltry prison. I cannot be stopped. All life will end and serve me for eternity. Be it tomorrow, or in a hundred generations, mark my words, I will return, and I will feast on whatever remains of your soul. And then it goes silent and the sapphire in your hand feels lighter. Kyler is just breathing heavily at that. So, uh, we, it's, boy, uh, anyone, uh, anyone needs, uh, healing? Are you all doing all right? Kyler will kind of blink back to proper focus and just take a look at their comrades and <laughs> look to see if there are any obvious injuries or missing limbs. I feel I'm a little more. The same thing. Mm. Are you so, okay? Uh, no, I just heard the voice of Marcus in my head, which was pleasant. I so love hearing nasty bits of work speaking to me. <laughs> uh, usual shite about you know he'll be back, he'll feast on our souls, blah di da di da. So yeah, he seems to just say that all the time. He doesn't I mean, he's... have a lot of personality. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's gone for now, but he, he swears he'll be back and wreak of terrible vengeance. All we need to figure out what to do with this. And Curla will hold up the, the sapphire so everyone can kind of see. And uh, based on the on the you know the cracks, I would say we need to figure it out sooner rather than later. Uh, it is. Riz, at about this time, you are grabbed from behind uh, in a in a hug from an invisible Aww. person. Sneak attack. No. <laughs> Sneak attack. Critical. <laughs> Riz just, just holds on to the arms and kind of pulls the hug in a little bit closer. They give kind of a gentle kiss to the forearm in front of them. So I'm guessing you're doing all right? Yeah, there's a little squeeze to the hug. Good. Carla will, will look to Petravian. 
kind of Draven has made his way to the um, spot where uh, Chisel had been turned to dust, and he was he is kneeling with hammers down, and he's just picking up fist just fistful, and it's just running through his hand. Mm-hmm. The wind is catching it and spreading it across the grass. Curla will sort of begin walking towards him and then just kind of like pause not quite sure if he wants to be alone with the ashes of his elk which is at that point Cassius just sort of barrels past and walks up and rests a hand on Petraevian's shoulder he did what he did he chose it. And he was my companion. Through all this, through Glarv, through the Deadlands, Kintau. Oh, well. What have for you now? Uh, he's talking to Cassius? Yeah. Well, that's a big choice. After uh, our last encounter, I, wa- I went to the priests of any temple to see if I could have you resurrected. They all turned me away. They said, you've killed so many men, and yet now, suddenly, you want to bring one back? Are you are you so entitled? I think Bella was trying to teach me a lesson, that I, I didn't appreciate the cost of war, even in the arena. He w- waves a hand around the battlefield and all the bodies still laying there. These were all someone's sons, someone's brothers, sisters, husbands and wives. We pay a price for the future in those lives. Every soul here who gave bought a future for the living. And that needs to be honored. I think that will be my next goal, to make sure that all these sacrifices are not forgotten. Lofty goal. Well, I've learned a few things from my younger brother. Pats him on the shoulder, including the value of a lofty goal. One day you'll have to tell us of our, of our parents. I would like that. I haven't thought on them for a long time, but suddenly it's all too familiar. I'd like to share that with you. How about over how about over some wine? Aha! Yes, he gives him a clap on the back. I know the best bars in the whole city. And he sweeps his arm to the others. I guarantee that for as long as your memory stands, and long stand it will, you'll never have to pay for a drink in this city, ever. 
Thank you very much, Cassius. Hey, thanks for that. And oh, by thank this point, you for fighting at our side. You did well. Oh, well, I, he falls aside. I might have been able to handle it on my own. Maybe, but, uh, still, still, one one <laughs> she still wants the bet, she says. I, I would give the, the MVP of the battle to that one. He points at Curla. Why? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, oh, did you, did you see Rez disintegrating with that, 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 all the god symbols and all of that? Yeah, but we're all alive thanks to those uh, shiny pulse thingies kept going out. Not Honestly, I feel... That's true. I actually feel better than when the battle started. <laughs> that's kind of weird. That's usual. It's what I do. It's my job. And speaking of which, and Curla will at this point have, have reached up to, reached Petravian. Petra, do you want me to... Curla will just kind of look down at the, the ashes of Chisel. Do you want me to see what I can do here? Or do you want to let him rest? Let's give him the option. All right. Can I do a perception check, Beardy, to see if I see anything more than just dust, like any shred? No. His his body was totally rendered into dust. Okay. So there is effectively no physical remains with which to cast a ray spell on. Well, observing this, Curler will just sort of sadly shake their head. It's going to require a lot of energy on a lot of conduits for that energy. I would need a lot of diamonds. Oh, I think that uh, I, I could give it a shot, but I would need a good number of them. Uh, would this help at all? Cassius pulls out just a few little strands of fur from when he tossed Chisel back in the gladiatorial ring. It's impossible to get these out of my armor! They just stick to everything! driving me mad they itch like hell you son of a bitch <laughs> why don't talk about me mom that way hard mom <laughs> that is true that's pretty rude to the person oh, I just big hugs Curla will will slip the black sapphire into their pouch and as they're doing that grab the two diamonds that they still have the two uh, and they will look over to Vera Vera, I hate to ask, but have you got any dust on you? Yes, I do. Uh, Vera will, will pull out a pouch of crushed diamond. All right. How much of it do you have? <laughs> I have. Go to inventory. Five hundred gold pieces of gold dust. Okay, I'm just gonna check a couple of things. So talk amongst yourselves while I do some quick maths. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> so, uh, oh. I know you two are going to bond over your whole uh, family thing, but uh, I must say, I was hoping you two would reunite one day. I'm glad that you were able to, even though the circumstances were kind of fucking shitty. <laughs> Bella is a strange guide. I know. She's great, though. Aye. I kind uh -oh. of pissed her off when you two were fighting, by the way. 
Wait, what? Because <laughs> uh, I kind of sort of maybe tried to make it so that, like, Petravian wouldn't be as hurt by you as much as he was. <laughs> oh. And she, like, tore me from the inside a little. She tore me a new one. Oh, oh well, 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 then. I... She's had her, her uh, vengeance, I suppose. Pa you paid your due. Oh, I paid a lot of money in general. <laughs> oh. It's all good. Well, I mean, think of it this way. Had we not met the way we did, I wouldn't be sporting this fantastic new arm. I kind of... Or this... I wouldn't look as gorgeous as I am. Ah, you're, you're shining gold. Curla, at this point, will kind of snap back to reality because they've had their eyes half closed and they've been kind of just trying to figure out by instinct, as all their spellcasting is, exactly how much power they need to generate and what your average bit of diamond dust will, will handle, and they'll they'll hand the diamond dust back to Vera. I don't think that'll be enough, but I, I can I can bring them back. They'll be a little bit under the weather until I can give them some more attention, but I can certainly That'll bring them fun. back. They just will be a little bit a little bit weaker than they were until I can I can do a little bit more magic. Alright, see if he so, wants to come back. All right. There's a, a couple of these very fine hairs, like these short little brown and mottled gray like hairs that uh Cassius is holding. So Kyla very will... carefully take them and yeah. As if they're sort of the most valuable substance in Adrian Curla will take them. <laughs> nestle them down on the, the patch of earth that has some of the, the last bits of dust and pin them in place with their last two diamonds. Uh, which I will remove from my inventory. And then they will close their eyes, draw on what is left of their energies, and begin casting Resurrection. And as they do, It'll look a little bit different than when they tried to resurrect Furla. Uh, light will swirl around their hands, but again, a much more gentle kind of moonlight. And they will do their very best, thinking of Petravian and how much that they have cared for Chisel. In fact, they will reach out one hand up to Petravian, because it can't Take. hurt. Got the antlers and so holding speak on with to, the animal. Yeah, holding on to Chis uh, <laughs> holding on to Petravian's hand with the left, and then casting, focusing, drawing in that energy, slowly getting brighter and brighter, the diamonds brightening up as well as they absorb more energy and generate more of its own, they will cast resurrection. Alright. <clears throat> and as you do, there is a nimbus of white light that appears and rises up as the diamonds shatter and turn into white light. Uh, it bubbles up and standing before you is the figure of an elk. It uh, becomes slowly more and more defined as it is just blindingly bright at first. But slowly, ever so slowly, it returns to a normal coloration. And standing before you 
is Chisel. He looks a bit worse for the wear, but uh, it's him. And since he looks at you, and I'm able to speak to him, since with the power of the uh, of the uh, channel divinity or um, uh, the spell that I had, um, mm -hmm. I it, I'm able to speak with animals. Lost you there for a little buddy. Yep. <laughs> thank you for thank you for coming on back. And he goes in for a big hug. His response is mm. <laughs> You get all the carrots you want. You get all the sugar cubes. Everybody just hears <laughs> Chisel's response to getting all the treats and sugar cubes is flowers. Flowers. Fields. Fields R of them. R.I.P. <laughs> the ones around the temple. <laughs> they're, they're extra <laughs> Anything you want. Oh. It's okay, everyone. I have two charges of finger of death. It's okay. <laughs> Chisel will uh, Chisel will kind of step closer to Petravian and sort of wrap his neck around in like a hug. Putting his head on, on Petravian's, like on the back top of his shoulder and kind of pulling him in. It's like horse hugs. It's a horse hug, yeah. And our antlers like click, 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 click. That sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> Curler will step away from them to kind of give them their, their moment. Maybe kind of nudge Cassius as well to kind of let yeah. them have their, their out-oriated yeah, moment. Cassius backs off and but he whispers, so is this a good thing? I'm, I'm completely out of my element here. Oh, it's it's a good thing. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I would have put even money on him deciding not to come back because he can be a little bit ornery, but I'm glad that he did. The two of them mm. need each other. Hmm. It was good working with you, surprisingly. You're you're quite a a nice chap, all things considered. Well, it I wasn't for a long time. It took my brother and my brother's sacrifice to remind me of a better time and to try and be better. You know, I can relate to that a little bit. Not so much the brother thing, but the certainly the family then making you a little bit better. Well, and well, family's not always just blood. I think you've got a good family right here who literally fight the demons of hell by your side. Quite right. So, so what do y'all say to some drinks? I because would say I, I'd love one, but we got to figure out what the fuck to do with this before it cracks open and we have to do the whole fucking thing again. Ah, uh, I'm going to dismount from my robot at this point and head over towards Curla. Let's see here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check Cassius's cultural knowledge. Uh, what? Wait, what is it? Uh, knowledge Arcana to know if anyone in the city might be able to reinforce. Good call. Yeah, sure. Let's see. Normal. Uh, you're sadly not really familiar with anyone in particular that would be able to do this. Hmm. I would actually like to um, 
rack my brain on this because I I feel like I'm on the cusp of, of a solution, but I'm not quite sure. I don't know if I need to ask the gods help or if I have a spell that I could help with. If you wouldn't mm -hmm. mind, could I also roll to kind of brainstorm? Uh, sure. Arcana? Uh, yeah, that's fine. I was wondering if I can make a spellcraft check to inspect the, uh, the, the orb and see if I can figure out anything yeah. about it, too. Absolutely. Could Polly, I'm trying to figure out how much time we got. Mm -hmm. May I also do an arcana check? Given yeah. that my experience of the spell and yeah, sure, sure, might sure. perhaps give me some insight. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So my uh, arcana was 45. Grim. That was my first nat 20 today Fuck for yeah, a 50. Boy. Nice. Boy. Mine was a 32, so you both kicked my ass. All right. So, Lavette, you look over the black sapphire, and although there are hairline cracks through it, uh, you believe that that might just be a side effect of it being occupied now. Uh, okay. As far as you can tell, this is this has successfully contained the soul of Marcus the Destroyer. So, okay. as far as you're aware, this is stable. Now, as long as it stays whole, if it is destroyed or cracked or like if it's broken, uh, if it is if pieces of it come apart, then that would negate the spell and his soul would be able to get out. Uh, but as it stands, it is currently holding. It is solid. So your your only concern with this is going to be getting it somewhere safe. Oh, but no. it's not it's not going to burst on its own. Well, I guess it's actually you know, these cracks are not getting anywhere else. These things are relatively stable. You did quite a good job with this guy now. Thank you. I have a blogger idea how, but it just well, you know, instinct well, and. Wanting to I mean, save out I'm of you. I'm not a cleric, but I, I don't know if I could have done better myself. I, I, I got nothing. I'm too wiped from that battle. If you say that it's gonna hold, you what know what you're I talking keep about. It with me. Uh, I, it's with you. What's wrong? Uh, I, I'd rather it not. I'd rather it not be on this world at all. Oh, yeah, you have to agree with us. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Could you bring it to Thess? I don't they know. They kind of wink at Petravian. The goal was, you know, I can kind of sort of go between worlds, yes? Eventually. At what, at what Riz has just said, Curl is going to get an odd feeling down their spine. Again, that flash of instinct that tells them that they might be able to do something. They're not sure quite what to make of that. I mean, we've been to an empty, dead world before. Yeah, I, I was thinking exactly that. I wonder if we just deposited somewhere where there's no one to be undead. So a, a dead world, would that make it more likely for a necromancer to escape or, or, or less? As in all the souls collected. Are gone, nothing yeah. Left. He, he, even if he got back, he would have nothing to do there. What do you think, Rez? I mean... I feel like I could do it. Eventually. Describe the world. Describe this world to me. Just just bear with me a minute. Just describe it. There's oh, nothing alive. There's nothing dead. Fuck. There's no biomass. Yeah, uh, well, just big spooky towers. Nobody in them. It, it was all like blue and purple, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, the colors were different. All the 
magic was sucked out of the place. Yeah. Curla has their eyes closed and they're, they're, they're focusing on these words and trying to form a picture in their mind and it's I don't know, Beardy, is it is it becoming clearer in their head than it might otherwise be? It, more than just imagination? Well, I mean, you can kind of imagine it, but um, is that, I mean, what what's the spell you're intending on casting? And what is the requirements of said spell? <laughs> Killing my surprises. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, like, I'm sorry I don't memorize that one, but like, no, it, no worries, if you no can worries. do it, you can do it. Can I? Can I'm... I? And we got other plans. Like, I would like to talk over our options before someone just does yeah, something. It's stable. I'm not, yeah. I'm not gonna just do it. Okay. I'm laying groundwork to maybe do it if everyone agrees. Just I mean, hang on for a sec. I mean, listen. Well, if it's they're... opening a portal there, I can I can do very easily. Yeah, we I got mean, people that have dimensional abilities. Yeah, Wait. that's kind of my whole class shtick. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cassius is just looking between the group. You, you go to the worlds often, do ya? Oh, I do at least. Well, occasionally. I mean, depends on what you consider home as a world, because I kind of created one. So, I mean, I go there a lot. You, you, you created one now. I mean, it's uh -huh. not really big. I don't know if we can count the yolk and the egg, though. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. It's, we're working on it. It's gonna get bigger. Cassius, let me just tell you, the universe, it's so much more complicated than you think. <laughs> Cassius, just <laughs> nod and smile, that's what I do. By Bella, I think you got the right of it. Show him the little cube, pull it out of my pocket. This, this is the world I made. Cassius <laughs> just, just, just looks at it. Just something wave at him from inside. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a lot bigger inside. <laughs> I'll, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I suddenly really do need a drink. I think Teller that's a good idea. Still just lost in thought. I, th I um, feel like I can get us there. I just, I need a better idea of where it is and what it looks like. Oh, I got something for you. Uh, a journal from somebody who lives there? Nope, Does that, nope, it, that it doesn't exist anymore, honey. What? No, it's it, in my inventory. It got, what are you talking about? It got used up when it got put in the machine, though. Oh, yeah. okay. You're right. I did forget about that part. Okay. There. <laughs> I, I mean, oh well. Man, today's been really crazy. I've just. I... Levette, I know it's not mine, but we do have some MacGuffinite left. And I'll uh, motion to your arm. All right. I mean, it's not yours, but it is my Lefiles. I think that's, that's a good idea, actually. She's still gifted to you, so... Yeah. And I do have something that could get us there. But then... What is it? Uh, a jar full of Glarv's ashes. Oh, yeah, that might help. That'll do it. <laughs> How many shenanigans fucking, can we do in this episode? Fucking corpse monger! <laughs> <laughs> If you can uh, get us there, I can get us back here. Like, bang on. It all I don't depends. know how I know that I can, but I fucking can. It all depends on if that gnome can still operate that machine. What? Oh, I, I've got, I built one. I, 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 
Yeah, I've got one. Uh, Papel, <laughs> have actually. one. Uh, yeah, I, I went in, I was trying to figure out what he was doing now, so I it's like a hobby project I built one. I made mine a little smaller because Wait, I you... feel like it took too much space. Where are you but keeping I... this? So I'll, I'll flip a switch and Archie's got a sphere up technically for this to work. And then I'm going to drop, I think it's 10,000 gold. I pull out another like little cube and we'll set it on the ground. Well, I guess I won't cast it just yet, but I will set, I will at least do this whole narrative thing of setting this thing on the ground. And it spreads out and then turns into this huge, like, archway that's just empty right now. And you uh, just carry this around with you. I mean, I mean at this point, easy. are you surprised that Levette can just whip out things like that? Oh, but I mean, just... just I mean, it, I only finished it, like, a week ago. I didn't have it all this time. <clears throat> Well, Cassius need... is just taking one long step behind the group. I yeah, this could is also a... call people to it. I mean, like, I could, like, Sol could come here. This is all normal, I Cassius. So I, I, I just I'm roll not... with it. I'm, gonna... <laughs> I'm not feeling that I'm going to do that. Just, you know, it's on the table. I don't think you can really do that. Sol's not allowed to come back. I don't yeah. I mean, look. I'm not saying it's a good idea, but I, but uh, based on how the McGaffinite works, I don't really know what each could do about it. Other than come back now that the contract oh, yeah, that, is voided? that could happen. That would be, yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we should play with that part. I'm not, I'm just saying, like, it would work in theory. Two, two, two things. One, who the fuck named it McGuffinite? That's uh, a terrible name. Gnome. Yeah, it's a gnomish name. It's gnome. They all have the dumbest names. Who, who names a Dark Lord Marcus? Oh, look out for the Dark Lord Marcus! He's coming to get you! you Fair that point. That wasn't at all very intimidating to me, but we are kind of blind to not be scaled by it. Second, to second, second question. How much of this bullshit ice do you have? And, you know, how many journeys can you get out of that? This much. I... I... That that doesn't mean anything to me. I, I, how many journeys is that? Uh, this many. There and back again. Yeah, they all. So yeah, I can get there and back again. If you can get us I there, mean, you can keep the rest of it. I can get us back. I think. Us? Maybe. Fifty-fifty. No, I think you can get one person to go drop it off, and then. I mean, I mean just open the I door just and just. I was gonna open up the gate and slow it through. Right, throw through the thing that Perhaps if it shatters, releases... It. Yeah, oh, good point, good point. Gently point. set oh. in. I could potentially put inside of a, well, giant worm and burrow it into the earth of the other planet. Can you send someone there if they are able to get back? By themselves? Yeah, I suppose. Right. I, how, how is that going to happen? I know us to do that, but yes, it's really... I could get you back. You said only one person could go. Okay, wait, I mean, I, 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 I just have to funnel some money into it. It's complicated. Okay, I, I, I really don't want to delay on this. I just want to get this done. Yeah. Can, you if don't... you can open the door, I will go through. I will take it, and I'll Why find my way back. Why does it have to be you? Because I'm the one who put his fucking soul in there. It's my responsibility. Oh, oh, yeah, no, I disagree with... I, I don't have a problem with you doing it, but I disagree with that. 
We def we all did this together and no one bears the responsibility alone. Still a man needs to see things through. Well, any warrior needs to see things through to the end. I say yeah. if if that's your desire, Bella bless your journey. Thank yeah, you. Well you can make it back. I just Wait, so only this only... won't need any the map up here. You take the Okay, actually, do you have like, a bag? So only one person can go through. Uh, no. Uh, we can so... all go through. <laughs> what the fuck you is just happening? Said only one... so, you said one so person could go through. Fucking hell. Oh, I know. I just You're want killing to be me. Here. All right, I just want to be dramatic. Everyone can go through and come it's back. Fine. I can afford it. So, so here's the thing. Uh, just, just to make this simple, uh, using Glarv's ashes, you can attune your device to go to that world. Mm -hmm. Uh, it would use the MacGuffinite to do so. Okay. Um, Could it create and... a stable portal for like the normal duration? Yeah, it would. It would be a stable portal for a little while, um, uh, unless something went wrong. Hmm. But the uh, the device should hold, and the MacGuffinite should last for a little while. Um, yeah, so y you should be able to, to pierce through the uh, the veil of of time and space and and do that. Um, using the items you have on your persons. You're, you're a crafty so party with a lot of resources. All right. And that's what I'll do. Sorry, Because, uh, you know, the bars... What time do the bars close in this city? Or, you know, do you think they're even open given, you know, a fucking attack by the undead? I imagine uh, most people are celebrating. <laughs> yeah. Well... Trust me, I know a place. You hammer loud enough, they'll open for you. Yeah. <laughs> Set it up. Let's get this done. All right. I'm oh, gonna oh, hold hold on. I need. I need to get the Glarv's ashes. So, no. give me. I'm gonna. I, I think minutes. just create a stable gateway. Karna, I'm going to go with you. So if something goes wrong, I could fix it. Are we all going? Is it just you and me? Is everyone even on board I with this plan? Be I don't really want to do this unilaterally. Riz? I, I so, think it sounds good. I'm right there fucking with you, Cassius. I mean, you're you're part of this now. You up for, you, you good with me? With us taking this through to some distant dead world and leaving it there? What? You two clearly know more than I ever will about this. I'm happy to just stay right here and welcome you home. <laughs> Fair enough. Vera? It was my damn idea. <laughs> Good point. Petravian? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how... That seems to be the only place that we could put it that nobody can probably even get to anymore. So, Chisel, yeah. what are your thoughts? <laughs> Chisel thinks for a moment, and Chisel snorts, but Petravian, you hear something different. Oh, what do I hear? Uh, Chisel says, "Yeah." <laughs> Carla will give Chisel a, a pat on the head. All right. Can you all just give me a minute? I'm going to. I'll be right back. Do and what you need okay. to do. I'm going to find the uh, biggest tree I can find in the area. Okay. Yeah, you you can find a couple of large trees closer to the city. And I bring my scythe in and slash downward as it opens up and concaves into these termites that open up a portal. Uh, to a tree that's within the uh, hive settlement. Wonderful. And you, I, create a, you create a linked stable gateway. And I walk through it. I'm going to go to uh, Vera's uh, room. 
uh, in the settlement and go through right the drawers and grab a bit of Glarf's ashes. Wonderful. I will uh, do the uh, use the spell again. Uh, transfer mm -hmm. plans to get right back to the same tree in Prota. Wonderful. The fact that you have them, I swear to God, you pack rat. I love you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, is it somebody cool? I'm taking their body. <laughs> paid off. So if anyone yeah. wants any ashes of the war of Warren, I, I have that too. <laughs> oh, oh I mean, maybe who knows? Yeah, maybe you need Might vampire need ashes. Some point. Well, you return and you have with you uh, some ashes from the dead demon lord Glarv. Um, yeah, and Levette can take those and use that as a focus for the machine and dial it into that world and open a portal to it. All right. Yeah. This big gate open up and has a has it like a tel portal in the middle of it. Then. Mm -hmm. uh, light. I mean, the lighty. We'll see you when you get back. Y'all stay in here, then? Uh, I don't yeah. want it to cost more for all of them. Oh, it won't, but that's fine. I, I would like to go. I can bury it pretty far within the earth, or the whatever it is. I'll wait here with... <laughs> I'll wait here with Riz. All right, let's do this, then. Curla will trot up to the event horizon of the portal. What does it look like? Uh, the, the inside of the portal? You know it, what? It, like, Fuck it. it is, Carol is just going to step into it. It is certainly legally distinct from Stargate, so don't worry. <laughs> so, <laughs> the three of you travel through this portal, and a moment later, you find yourselves in a place where the air is completely still and stale, and the sky is this streak of purple and pink, and everything around you is the wrong color. And it kind of hurts your eyes as your brain adjusts to what you're seeing. Uh, just everything here is so alien to you. Um, but there appears to be no life of any kind. Uh, it appears that this is, in fact, uh, a world in which life has been extinguished from. Cheery place. We should build a summer home here. It seems very fitting, I think, that he can heal. Uh, he's the one who loves dead stuff. Giving him his fucking heart's desire, right? Yeah. So where where should we uh, bury it, Vera? Where? Vera will once again uh, summon Bob from the depths <gasps> of this new planet. Bob appears, <laughs> bursting forth from the ground, and looks down at you. Bob is always happy to see you, Vera. Good. How, how Good. gentle is uh, is is Robert here? As gentle as I want him to be. Okay, I'm just being sure. How did he... How, I'm not gonna ask that, pal. I don't... Isn't mm -mm. the place... Isn't there no life here? Do you... Are you judging the power that Malifra holds, Levette? Well, no. And I mean, to be fair, none of you asked these questions <laughs> about my stuff, so I should just, you know, I'm just done. As I grow Quite ever more way. weary he, and infirm, can we please came. bury this fucking thing? <laughs> All right. I don't even like wine, and I want to start drinking it. So, Vera's going to grab the uh, uh, sap, the black yeah, sapphire, they'll, and they'll hand the sapphire to Vera, but they'll be watching uh, closely. Gently place it in the mouth, and like gently like close uh, mm -hmm. Bob's mouth. Yeah, and tell it to go down. All uh, right. 
Bob gently closes his mouth, makes sure not to pierce the sapphire with any of his many teeth, rears back up, turns around, and then dives into the ground ahead of you, uh, sinking deep, deep into the terrain, leaving nothing like but a mound of disturbed soil behind. I mean, did you not even notice him going through the portal? No. <laughs> uh... Well, I mean, I, I'm glad that's that was that's where that was. Okay, that explains a lot, actually. All right, well, let's go back slow because I'm kind of I don't want anyone to follow us. Come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah, we'll go through the portal again. All right, yeah, Curl is still with that inkling that they could get back by themselves. We'll nevertheless walk through the portal that is legally distinct yeah. from the start. <laughs> kind of look it's up and fuckate. You're not getting sued. <laughs> We're not getting sued. So, <laughs> so you, uh, you, you know, take one last look at the strange streaked sky and then step back through and appear once again in the now much less foggy field outside of Prota. Now, Prota still looks pretty messed up. Uh, a lot of the city is on fire uh, and the Senate building is still just nothing but a pillar of black smoke that it looks like someone has just burned it to cinders so uh the city has definitely looked better but uh the people um are now in sort of a uh, emergency response mode at this point like putting out fires uh tending to the sick and wounded or the, in the injured and dying i should say and uh also going through the the vast amount of dead on the ground and kind of like taking stock of what has happened now that the crisis point has passed Oh, Curler will will walk, will kind of seal this activity and walk over to Petravian and kind of give him a nudge. We've uh, we've got some more work to do, you and I. Yep. <clears throat> Vera, Vera takes a deep breath in and looks at the city, thinking it's a good look for a Prota. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it looked a little messed up last time we were here too. <laughs> I look uh, at the. Oh, God. I will burn a use of summon laborers to help out with the, yeah, the efforts. Fine. Yeah, if we're heading so, towards the city, Kerala will burn through all of their healing spells and they'll be likewise. creating water left, right, and center to help put out fires. Yeah. So okay. you guys travel back into the town, you render what aid you can, and uh, eventually things calm back down and Cassius takes you all to the best drinking establishment that he knows of in the city. One that is, in fact, having an open bar tonight to celebrate the survival of the city itself. Oh. Does anyone have <laughs> anything lived. they would yeah. like to do uh, in Prota or yes. like or otherwise? There is something I'd like to do. Okay. What's uh, I would I would like to uh, preach. The word of Malifra in the streets. <laughs> oh, God. To, to let them know who helped save the city. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to mention Veluna. Kerla's had a few glasses of wine by this point. <laughs> Don't forget to mention Veluna as well. Oh, I promise I won't forget. Oh, he's a little bit eaten, too. Just... Who's that? And I close the door. <laughs> Jeez. Cassius <laughs> <laughs> just sort of bellows after the closed door. And don't you be forgetting Bella. Hey. And no one forgetting Bella. Cassius, I want to show you something I think you'll like. 
Huh? Whoa. Petravian, I never showed this to you, did I? This, Not this yet. Just fucking watch this. It's my one party trick. Kella's gonna take their finger. It's gonna glow red for a moment, and they're gonna run it across their throat. And this red line will appear. And they're gonna reach their other hand up, grab their hair, and literally lift their head up the off the, the stump of their neck as they cast Decolate. What? They'll just hold it there, hanging in the air. <laughs> Cassius Psych will look from your head to his cup and back again. More! <laughs> and then it's they'll immediately swap with the fresh cup. They'll plop it back on their <clears> neck. <throat> the spell will dispel, and they're just going to start laughing because they've definitely had a few glasses of wine at this point. More than a few. Oh. Bet you never saw that coming, did you? <laughs> uh, Beardy, do you mind if I drop some uh, diplomacy? Yeah. What would you like Go to do? Oh, just doing the crying. Oh, right. You got it. Go for it. Proselytize this city. <clears throat> God damn. All right. That is a 52. <laughs> God, fuck. All right. All right. Buddy. Severa, you tell the speech of your life. You get up onto a crate and you start speaking with such passion and such fervor from the core of your soul that everyone everyone in earshot of you is enraptured by what you're saying. Before the end of your speech, you have filled the street corner you're standing at with people. And they are clamoring for more by the end of your speech. You get a standing ovation. Everyone around you is just enraptured and hanging off every word you have to say. They are absolutely interested in knowing more about Mellifera and using this new way to look at, the, at life and the world and focusing on community and things like that. So they are they are very much putty in your hands. Bear right. is going to uh, tell him a few things. Uh, one, the locations of like the settlements that they have, mm -hmm. but also is going to try to basically network with some of the people that are more engrossed in the city mm -hmm. uh, basically have a church built here to see if they anyone can pull string nice. yeah i mean the, you have enough people here that like you they're they're like as you're describing these other places one of them says why not here that's a Faustus good question can hear you. <laughs> so uh within a few moments of discussion like this crowd is like chanting and cheering to like build a temple here you know Build a hive here. Build a hive. You know, th th everyone loves their their short chance. Yo, if, Pro if Vera ends slavery in Proto, I'm gonna be so fucking proud. So, yep. <laughs> so Vera is going to disperse some funds, okay, uh, to this new cult. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll say how about six thousand gold? Yeah, that'll that's a good start for sure. All right. So Vera will probably have been doing this for hours. Yeah, and... that's that's going to be Vera's day, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. So uh, is anyone else going to do anything um, yeah, out of the do... ordinary for the day? Yeah, I was going to do two things. Uh, see if um, Cassius can give me any, uh, to tell me any stories. Well, uh, yeah, 
Cassius, though he's a little bit in his cups, he sobers up when he thinks of family and uh, recounts uh, their father who built their home by his own two hands and built a whole separate, added a whole separate room when they knew you were on the way. Petravian. And well, he talks about how bravely the parents fought the day they were separated. And that oddly, as scared as he, Cassius was that day, there was a certain relief knowing that uh, his mother and Petra- uh, Petravian had uh, escaped. Father died uh, a hard but death, but he gave all of us a future in doing so. I'd say you've honored his legacy this day and many others. And then there was our neighbor who had these huge knockers. I mean, fantastic <laughs> tits. <laughs> I mean, I was only about five and even I was gobsmacked. Oh my Lord, oh. this is the tenor of conversation. I think I'm going to take my head off again so I can't hear y'all. <laughs> Oh. Speaking of which, is this your car? Oh no, that's my wine glass. Oh. <laughs> Riz is hey. going to lean over to Levette and just kind of gently touch their shoulder. Hey, oh. um, is there any last thing I can help you with? What do you mean, last thing? Well, you you have Voska's assistance. You are going to uh, be making a big machine. I don't know when you choose to do this, but uh. Do you need anything uh, of me? I don't know. I actually, in the short term, I was going to ask you if you're going to stick around here because I need to, I'd like to quickly uh, check up on my mother after all of this happened. But I'll be right back and I'll think about your question. Alright. I think, um, and I kind of glance at Jiro. I think once the morning comes, if no one's, uh, in desperate need of a fortune teller. I think a new journey might begin for me. I see. This is why I want to make sure that I do not leave you uh, without good fortune, to say the least. Well, um, I, I would be lying if I said I couldn't think of a few things, but I should. I need to go check that. At least one of those is still applicable. Of course. And they, they gently pat your head and then turn back to just spending time with Jiro because they're not drinking anymore. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Could I do a perception check to see if I overheard any of that? Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a perception you. check. You are not a bit me. drunk, so. That is true. That is a 39. Uh... That, that's even though you're drunk and even though it's a, a bit of a loud area, that is still enough of a perception check that yeah, you you'll be able to pick up enough snippets of that to to realize what uh, Riz has just said, at least the mm, gist yeah. of it. Kala's jovial mood is gonna dissipate rather quickly. I'm just gonna sip the wine. Homo, where are you? You see a bee 
basically <laughs> circling within one of the glasses of all of your drinks. What? 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 Do you need me? Well, I you know, mean, you should keep the horns for other things. Just saying. Uh, uh you, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You can just like grab them. It's it's really great. You're good handles for things. Yeah, I I I can see where you're going with that, and I am all for it. Oh, well, we're. It was suggested that I think of things after the battle, and you know what? I am and thinking of us. That's a good good thought. You and me. I. Whenever we can get you your own body, I wanted. I I really would like to. You know. Um, <laughs> give you the biggest hug. Just say you wanna fuck already. Seriously, I'm... stop dancing around it. Just be honest with what you want. <clears throat> I want it. Crota, they'd let you do it on the table if you wanted to. Why can't a bee? Frickin... Is this because you got turned into bees? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's the person that's in the bee. I, I mean, I, I love you. You're my brother. I will support you no matter what. Just watch where the stinger goes. That's all I'm saying. I think it'll be Petravian's stinger that goes, you know what? Never mind. It doesn't I, matter can, can it what both? they look like. It doesn't matter. It's the person. I want to hug the person. I want to be with them. I want to go do things with them. I want to go places with them. I want to experience <laughs> things with them. You want to be with them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like, we're at the end of the campaign. We're, we're, we're safe as it gets. <laughs> yeah, and what am I going to do now? <laughs> You're going to end the campaign. <laughs> Cash is just fucking dies of alcohol poisoning on the spot. That makes Diane laughing. Kelly's going to stumble to their feet. Are you all going to be here in the morning, all of you? Because I've got something that I should probably go and take care of quickly. Probably. Or... Do you need a fight? No, I, I got this covered, thank you. I'll, I'll see okay. you all uh, see you all tomorrow morning. You're not no. going to feel all the, the food stuff gases, are you? No, sorry, okay. it's uh, it's our local city, but just make Oh please, yeah, no, that's fine. Just don't go anywhere till I till I get back. I I don't think I could. Um, I can't because I'm stuck in this cup. Like <laughs> kind of just kind of raises his cup. So... I'll be here. Cobble glance awkwardly towards Riz. Just, just don't go anywhere till I get back. All, all of you. All right, please, please. Do, do, I, do. I mean, Lavette has to go back to Vel for a little bit tonight, but she'd be, you'll be back. Yeah, I'll be back within two hours. Uh, right, excellent. Cobble will just sort of stumble towards the door, and the minute they get outside, they will cast whatever healing spell they have left that would rid them of the alcohol poisoning that's otherwise going to start taking effect. <laughs> sure. Um. And then they are going to do their very best to find the house of Faustus. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you remember enough of the layout of the city of Prota that you head over to Faustus's estate. I mean, it's, it's after all where you guys made your base yeah. of operations here some Kelly time ago. Hammer on the, the door. The biggest home in the city. 
It's one of them for sure. Uh, yeah, so you, you get there and uh, yeah, you, you find it. It's this is now pretty far into the evening, but there are like still torches and lights lit inside. Faustus, you in there somewhere? It's it's Curla, the very angry bitchy half orc who nearly killed their own father inside your own house. Uh, the gate to the court to the like the the manor grounds will open up, and one of the staff is standing there. I also burned some rotten oh. meat and drugs in one of your your garden. No, oh hi, right. Oh, hello, hello. Um, are you looking for you're, you're looking for Faustus? Yeah, I, I need a quick word with him. Oh. Um, all right, he, sure, uh, did you have an appointment or anything? No, but I did just save all of you from dying, you know, along with my, my comrades, so perhaps <sighs> you could make an exception to the whole appointment policy thing. Give me a diplomacy check, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the one time I'm going to play that card. Well, for that and drinks. Uh, <laughs> that is a 33. Oh, um... Yeah, sh sure, sure. Come on, come on inside, and the the per they'll open up the gate wider and let you inside. All right. uh, they close it behind you, and they'll walk you into the building. And inside, you find uh, Faustus is reclined in a large sofa, surrounded by cushions, and there is a servant that is lazily feeding him small fruits. Hello there. As he's as he's he's sitting there like eating the fruits, but he's also watching uh, three or four people um, perform art, and that's as tasteful as I'll be. <laughs> nice. Oh, so that's what Hummel and Petravian were gonna do. <laughs> that mm -hmm. looks like mm -hmm. it requires quite a lot of. Li Is Petravian that flexible? He's quite. Uh, Any. So Faustus, <laughs> hey, Faustus, you remember me? Faustus looks up and says, "Ah." Oh! My emerald-skinned deer, how are you? emerald skin. Have I got a tan going? That's the only time I usually get that green. Anyway, I'm doing surprisingly well. Got a new guard. Don't want to eat everyone I meet anymore, so that's wonderful. But... Oh, that's very good. Oh, we saved your city too, so that that's also fantastic. You might have noticed stuff burning down. I don't know. You've been occupied, clearly. Mm. Clearly, oh. these four have been occupied as well. The Several times, by the looks of things. <laughs> Imagine that was dinner cooking. Uh-huh. Strange. No, I, Fucking guy. Can you do me a favor? And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll owe you one for it. Are we, are we on that level of relate? I, I don't understand the whole friendship thing, so uh, am I overstepping by asking you for a quick favor? Ah, uh, I suppose it depends on what it is. Uh, do you know, like, a really fucking good metalsmith who could bust something out by sometime in the next six hours? <laughs> it's gonna be expedited. That'd be me. <laughs> he he thinks about it and he does know a lot of people in the city he he is one of the political power brokers after all um but his particular layer of power brokerage isn't really on like the level of direct like crafts people uh, he more is involved in like the network of nobility in the city so he doesn't really like know specific like Armor smiths and, and you're killing me, Bertie. I'm sorry. <laughs> like a, like a high end jeweler, that kind of thing. Someone who, who works with coins. I don't know. Someone oh, who I works mean, with he... a mint. Someone. 
I mean, he can he can give you directions to uh, to like the the fanciest jewelers in the city. I mean, I, I guess like he does he does know a bit about like what shops like what jeweler shops are good because like that's where he likes to spend money. All right, so will they will they open up if I tell them that you sent me? <laughs> he laughs. <laughs> I should hope so. Perfect. Will they give me a discount if I say that you sent me? You know what? Never mind. That's fine. Can you do me Grum a favor and just Are kill you... Faustus while you're here? No. There's no need like good Faustus. reason. Just kill him. I like Faustus. Are you sure you have to go so soon? Why? Yeah, I'm already, I'm already running. And we have a bit of food coming. <laughs> and you, as you, you said, you just saved the city, so you may as well celebrate, right? Uh, the, the, my comrades are uh, drinking down, down, and uh, I don't remember the name of the place. It's quite a fun place, though. Quite a little, little mm. hole in the wall that one of the locals know. Oh yeah, uh, Petravian and his brother don't want to kill each other anymore, so that's good too. But I've taken up enough fucking time of your time and my comrades' time. I just need so. Where, where is that jewelsmith? Yeah, who will let he me? He thinks in about and it, and he will relay some directions. Uh, that's a little further away. Uh, that's one of the higher-end jewelers. Right. Well, Curla will haul ass there. They're running as fast as their horrible little spider legs will take them because they're now Bring on a fucking mission. Chocolate. <laughs> Thank you, Faustus. I'll see you next time. Don't, uh... I, I, I don't even know. I'd say don't eat too much or don't fuck too much, but that advice is going to fall on deaf ears and Curla's just trailing off at this point because they're yeah. running as fast as their little spider legs will take them. Yeah. And they'll as head as you Curla. leave, uh, one of Faustus's uh, employees comes out with a large bowl of molten chocolate. And that's where we're going to leave that scene. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I hate that guy. I apologize for nothing. For nothing. <laughs> I'm there and, chocolate uh, icing. As, as uh, Curla rushes down the street and finds a, a jeweler's shop that is somehow miraculously still open. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Gotta make that coin, baby. Hammering on the door, shouting that Faustus, you know, yeah. wants something. Like the the, the 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 shop's open. You you don't have to open oh, the door. Then Curla will go in and uh, and describe what they're after. Okay. Yeah. And uh, they'll they'll be able to do that for you. Cool. Thank you. Yep. So anyway, uh, we advance some time then. Um, mm -hmm. oh, mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. I've got stuff to do. Okay. What's at up? That's right. So I'm gonna okay. cast. I'm gonna well while everyone's because. I'm hoping to come back when the festivities are going, but Lovette's not been drinking. She's not feeling that festive just yet because she's got shit in her mm -hmm. mind. So I'm going to drop a teleportation circle. It cost me a thousand gold, but I'll, I'll subtract that. <laughs> Dude. What, what matter gold now, huh? Well, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> uh, and that will be open for 200 minutes, so I can I can come back within time, and I'll just <laughs> okay. I I, I I would I would go to leave it in the the bar and be like, you know what, maybe not. And, fly it up to the roof and teleport from there. <laughs> okay. And you're heading to Fuchdorf? Yeah. Okay. I'm just having a having a emotional moment with their mom, some random protean wanders in. Woo boy! <laughs> Sweet castle, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, so you uh go through the teleportation circle and you appear at Fuchdorf I'll put Castle. It right in the foyer because it's perfect precision. Yeah. Yeah, you uh, you appear in the middle of the foyer. It's a you know, it's recently been cleaned. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it looks all right here. Does it look like yeah, it's been stormed by undead? 
No. Who's uh, who's living here uh, at the moment? Just mom. Just mom. Okay. In that case, yeah, it's it's a little dusty, but it's all together fine. Well, you hear you hear movement, and uh, yeah, your your mom will will rush into the room. Levette? Oh goodness! I, saw... <gasps> I thought I heard your voice, and she'll rush over and scoop you up into a Hold hug. Okay, you're alive. Let's... Of course, I'm alive. What? What do you? They what would have happened? Come in. They didn't no. Try to get in. No. What do you mean? Uh, that's good. I didn't mean that. The... Oh boy, I forgot to explain. Uh, so the deadlines are gone now. I don't. I don't know if you knew this, but they were getting a lot bigger. And uh, she, as well as she, uh, she'll li- listen. Page. <clears throat> she'll listen patiently as you describe. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything that has happened up to that point. Yeah. Tell and a little story and tell her about Dad saying hi. Yeah. Aww. So she she's kind of holding you, or you know, cradling you, or hugging you at various points, and she's just she's just very much happy that you are here. All right. My my friends are staying in Porta, and uh, I I think they'll need a ride back in the morning, so I'm going to go back there. But I'll be back soon. Would you like to come with? People might flake out a little bit, but we've got some level H right now. Uh, if you don't think it's a bad idea... I don't know if it's a bad idea, but I can protect you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she thinks about it, and you can tell that some part of her wants to go with you, but a bigger part of her thinks that it would be a bad idea. And would probably just end up being a hurtful experience for her. Hmm. She, you think that she may not be ready to be in public. Oh, well, I'm going to spend as much time with her as I have with the teleport <laughs> pad, then. <laughs> okay. So uh, you, I'll head back at, uh, as soon as it's, like, got a few yeah. minutes left. Okay. So you spend some time with your mom, and she's very, very happy to see you. And um, she will tell you that after hearing everything you've explained, she'll kind of just look you in the eye and put her hands on the sides of your face and tell you with 100% of her heart that she is proud of you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. What's what's everyone else doing? Look, all I'm saying is I, 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 I want to promise myself to you, okay? I just, I think... I, 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 I can I just see uh, just the long road ahead of us, and I just please, I can't see myself please without help you. Help me! I'm drowning. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you guys oh, sh- oh my gosh! You guys. <laughs> uh, of course, it's gonna be a long road. You're a bee. Do you imagine how long the road looks when you just buzzing along a little bit? I, I'm only a bee right now. Like, like before, oh. I was like burnt at the stake, but like that was only like then. <laughs> oh, I've heard reincarnations just cruel, but this, this is a whole new level. Uh, no, it's it's actually really, really nice. It's a bit boring for a bit, but like then I got to adventure with Vera, so it was. I mean, she mostly yells at me half the time, but. But now you get to swim in the in in alcohol. I, 
get to swim. It's like a pool of happiness. Right? Hey, that it is. And Petravian Where just wants to Vera? drink you all up. I mean, I, one, the one pick up I one. wonder how they're doing. I mean, they haven't come back crying yet, so I'd assume it's going better than Wait, normal. You've seen Vera cry. Oh, well. Look, look, I tell you all, if you worry, how much does that improve their situation? None. Exactly. So you <sighs> have another drink. They'll be around when they're around. Uh, and I'm still thinking on our neighbor's capital knockers. <laughs> You're a fucked Ow. individual. You want to fuck a bee who kind of turns into your best friend sometimes. And uh, I think I'm going to wait till Levette gets here and then I'm going to go the fuck to bed with Jiro. Oh, and, uh, sounds like a plan. Yeah, Le Levette kind of like coughs. I was going to do like a rope trick randomly and like somewhere. I mean, oh, you want. This is magic. Okay, sure. You want to sleep with Jiro. That's like wanting to fuck a ghost because you can't see him sometimes. I've actually known some people in this city who claim they did that. Jiro fuck Jiro? I don't know if he'll fuck Jiro. Who, who really is like a full-on physical entity the majority of their existence anyway? Who doesn't oscillate from time to time? Like one I mean... arm will shoot up for a Hummel. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? Hummel will go back down. Maybe I do. Depends if you're in bed with Petravian or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. True statement. Uh, well, while Curler is working, wa waiting on this metalsmith to uh, finish up their job, they're also going to be casting a spell, which I will send to you, Birdie. Sure thing. And eventually Vera will... Come back to the tavern. Vera! How'd you do? Fantastic. We're gonna have a temple built here someday. Fantastic! We can come get, um. fish pasta. <laughs> fish spaghetti. Fish spaghetti. <laughs> now, how do you make spaghetti out of fish? I mean, I've done do, you them, do you roll them up? You just put them together in a pot. Mix yeah, it. Yeah. I don't know how they make it. This is very good. I just, just fish spaghetti. It's a <laughs> coastal <laughs> thing. Don't worry about it. Well, if you're going to drink yourself stupid tonight, you're welcome to stay here. Otherwise, I'm gonna go hide a rope somewhere to go to bed in the Vardo. Does anyone to? Go there one last night, maybe? I do. Where's Carla? Uh, at that point, Carla's actually going to sort of wander back in. Because uh, they've been rushing around all damn evening. There's See? Carla. Well, at least the for the last hour, anyway. The but entire all... bar erupts in. Carla! Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Carla will just kind of look shocked by this. Because I'm going to say it's canonical. I'm going to say that wasn't out of character. I'm going to say it actually happened. Um, small wave, awkwardly. Walks over to the table. Right, sorry about that. Had a uh, couple of things to 
Run, It's fine, it's fine. I'm having something delivered tomorrow morning, so it's all going to be great. And they're going to hurriedly kind of hide a slip of paper inside their robes where they had just had a, they'd written something down on it. So what are we all, what are we all doing? Oh, I was going to uh, cast the Devardo spell, maybe like up on the roof with the rope or something. Uh, for the night with everyone? One last night in Devardo, yep. maybe? That sounds lovely. Yeah. Will you be here? Well, to be honest, Levit, I probably need your help to get back to Ville because that is where my horse is. <gasps> horse! I haven't seen them in so wa in a while. Okay. Yes, we can do that. Where did we leave them? It's in the Great Vale with the yep. Mellifrin colony. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, if need be, I could. You could also come with Petravian myself. Mm hmm. Yeah, whoever wants me and Jiro. Oh, so I just mislike the party. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the Parthian stuff. We've got loads of lads to to cheer for their sacrifice and for those living who saved the day. Hey, lads! And he shuts the bar. Yay! <laughs> <clears throat> So I'm gonna keep the party going here uh, a while longer. Well, you can just go on the roof and go up the the rope. That'll just yeah. be like miraculously floating in air. Uh, if you want to go to bed with us, not like fit. Yeah. No, no, I mean like. Yeah. Is that is that a proposition? No, no, no. <laughs> you know they called me the champion not just for mm. the gladiator. Mm. Hard pass. Mm. Hard pass. <laughs> Did you not? Were you not watching what Res can do in terms of the disintegration business? And that uh, but who doesn't appreciate a little danger in their love? You're you're taking your life into your hands, there, mate. I, I do that every day. I appreciate someone who likes someone. As who my brother. To kill someone. Yes. <laughs> so that's what I. Now you see where I got it. <laughs> no, you you had like no contact with this person. You can't like claim that at all. That's yes, but bullshit. it's genetic. <laughs> genetic. Uh, not, Your brother did not birth you. It is not. But he did kill you, right? Uh, oh, you should have seen him. <laughs> Mom and Dad. The night they conceived you. <laughs> On and that I'm note, right? Can we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the rope. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Much obliged for your, your help in battle, you bloody weirdo. <laughs> that coming from me is saying something, but right upstairs, rope, lovely bed, fantastic. All right. Oh, right. So... I've been hanging on to this thing for long enough. Uh, I've heard a little victory smoke. Levet, <laughs> <laughs> right. you produce the old cigars that you mm -hmm. have been carrying with you since. I've got the, the boxes. Does anyone want one? Fuck it, I'll take sure. one. Yeah, here you are. Oh, I like I can't feel myself if I don't the, like uh, it. The cutter and the lighter, just like <laughs> sitting there for like a full minute. Just... Curler will oh. snap their fingers and cast flame or whatever <laughs> it is. Late the... on that. Yeah. The, the... All right. Spark. That's so, the one. So Petravian, Levet, and Curla. Are That's not a... bad. Quick yeah. smoke before so, bed. Petravian, yeah. you remember that that seafood restaurant where we had these? 
Or no, oh, Levette, yeah. sorry, it was you. God, that wine, I thought I cured oh. that out of my system. Right. Let's so, do his narration real fast. So yeah, a yeah. moment into this, so you like you light at these old cigars, which are ancient by any stretch. And as you're puffing on them, uh, the smoke, you roll it around your mouth. And at first it has kind of an, an odd taste. It's, it's, it's kind of very heavy and woody. And then it starts to burn really bad. And then you cough and you get like dust in your mouth. And you realize that these cigars have desiccated to the point where they're not right anymore. And uh, the three of you are actually nauseated from that. Oh, gosh. Bloody hellfire. Curla's going to try and cast a healing spell, but then they're going to remember that they used up their very last one, having helped yeah. all the, the townsfolk. They used up their last one to get rid of the booze, so they're just... Yeah. <laughs> so why Krilla's, did you do that? Curla's battery's empty. So. Holy hell, <laughs> How much smoke was produced by the cigars? Uh, a little bit. I, I mean, enough that like the rest of the, the like the rest of this bar uh, is kind of able to smell it, and it's it's not a great smell. Um, and and these these cigars are are definitely not good anymore. So I I'd like to know: is there enough smoke that it starts to agitate the bees in my apiary? Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. There's a bunch Beautiful. of bees everywhere now. <laughs> As you do. And Levette's still trying to smoke the cigar just out of sunk cost. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Bed oh. now. So uh, after some left. failed attempts to smoke these really, really ancient cigars later, uh, you and the bees are ejected from the bar, <laughs> and uh, you find yourselves on the roof climbing up into the Vardo for the night. Yep. <laughs> So yeah, finally, Mark, those is consumed. Yeah, unless uh, <laughs> is, does anyone have anything they'd like to do before they take their rest for the evening? That's real ominous. Uh, Petravian is going to say goodnight and uh, say, Hobble, you want to join me? Yes, I, I would. And Hummel flies from Vera's shoulder towards Petravian, flies straight into the ground, bounces a few times, tries to go over, hits the side of the wall. <laughs> it will slowly crawl towards Petravian's room. Great. <laughs> Just watches them. Brother, you need to watch how much they're drinking. I did watch they them drinking. They have no self-control. <laughs> That's a very true statement. All right. I will do. I will do better and cut them off a little bit better. No, I just I had exactly the amount I needed. It do better next. <laughs> All right. So, the lot of you call it a night, and you go to sleep, uh, ending November the 23rd, which will go down as a holiday in Prota from now on. Um, wow. And in fact, it'll go down on a holiday in a lot of places, because uh, Vil will also celebrate this day as the, uh, 
the end of the Deadlands. Fortune's favor day. No. <laughs> Yelp. Um, not quite, but it's it's close. Fortune's flavor day. Mm, that one. <laughs> it's a feast. Yeah, the feast of flavor. The feast. So yeah, you... it, it takes maybe a generation too before people completely forget what it's about. Yeah, and then it's like, yeah, it's a food holiday. It's, yeah. it's like mm -hmm. the harvest. Fuck off. Mm -hmm. It's got so commercial. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the, you got flavor towns bursting up everywhere. All right. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, so the next morning, uh, does anyone have anything they would like to do? No. Curla will be up. Sorry, go ahead, Levin. Go ahead, Graham. Oh, no, yeah, I'm not, I'm not super urgent. I have a few things I want to do with Riz, but they're not urgent unless Riz is gone. They said, you know, tell them what you need of them first, so mm -hmm. we're all good. Okay. Well, I guess uh, the party eventually dispersed, so Cassius cl climbs up this mysterious rope and enters in the early morning. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you enter in the early morning and find yourself uh, in a strange, well-appointed wagon-looking room that's way bigger than a wagon should be, but it's it's interesting. Uh, there's a big painting of a horse on the far side of the room over a bed uh, with... Uh, Wait, the horse is over a bed or the... There's a, a painting of a horse hanging over a bed on the far side. And then there's doors along the sides that are going into other rooms. Well, Cassius will just uh, sit on the by the hearth, I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Vic victory drinks, rah! Riz's <laughs> ear just twitches at the noise. They open one eye, look at you, and <laughs> they just kind of smile and are like. It was good to meet you on the... Well, it was good to meet you, actually. I never got to meet you before, but... Uh, I hope you and Petravian can uh, create a new bond that was destroyed long ago. Okay, good night. And they roll over onto Jiro. <laughs> Back to bed. I, I think from the last night, also, one thing that Vera would do is kind of recollect on everything. And they would think of soul and just think to themselves, we did it. And I don't know, I don't know if uh, soul feels it or hears it, but they do that. May I? Everything all right, Vera? Everything's great. You were able to fix the issues. We did, and everything worked out. I'm glad. Um. Okay, so I'm I'm trying not to be like a selfish person. I'm I'm really, really trying. Um. And I I think you did some help, uh, a little bit here and there right now. Um. But if, if there's any way you could really, like, uh, maybe hasten that whole people maybe worshipping me thing, 
Um, what, what else can I... I I guess I could try doing... What else do you need? I... I, we, I we statue in the holy city. Okay, uh, is it weird if you start a church for me? I know you're doing Mellifera, and that's totally cool, and I would not expect that of you, because I respect you and your religion. Um, but I'm in severe pain constantly. Um, I, I... I don't know how to just, like, make up... A, I can try and get people to help. I don't... I don't know. I, I... It's okay. It's okay. Maybe, um... Maybe you could connect me with someone that you think I could use a sending spell with, and maybe I could start there. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do, okay? Okay. Um, I'm sorry. This is weird. I'm sorry. I miss you. I really do. Petravian, I, I'm sure, is working just as hard as you are on this. It's just easier to talk to you. And also, like, I felt, like, all this immense, like, satisfaction. So I'm, I'm really glad about that. Oh, oh, okay, I'll, I'll see what I can this do. This is no rush. I just talk like this now because I'm constantly busy. <clears throat> all right. Sure. Um, and Vera? Yes? Thank you for being, like, a really good sister. wouldn't be part of the hive if I wasn't. True, but I'm kind of picky. And you're kind of the best. You and Karis. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, your kids are doing well. T oh! Well, that's good. They, they were overly connected to chaos <laughs> they tried to apparently they wanted it oh that sounds weird um aren't they babies no they're like like 16 or something I don't know I, 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 I it's hard to judge their age oh. wait how long has it been it's been I like uh, 20 years since I've been there I think Maybe. Time's kind of weird for me. Seems a bit long. Rare's doing that, that calculating <laughs> meme. But, um... <laughs> hey. You did it. And I... I'll always be here with you. Be here. Shut the fuck up, player. <laughs> <laughs> I'll beat you through the screen behind me. Hell. See what I can do, so. Thanks. Um. Have a good morning, or night, or afternoon, whatever, whatever time it is there. It's. Oh. Have a good night. I love you. Bye. <laughs> All right. So that will bring us on to the morning. I just burst out of room. What year is it? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, what what would happen on the morning of the twenty fourth? Breakfast. Yeah, Riz would serve up their 
maybe last breakfast to the group. They're unsure of, like, where their plans align with everyone, but they still make everyone a meal. And they also put Cassius to work, probably through a hangover. <laughs> Alright, set the table. Do not break any of my china or I will break you. <laughs> I, I can have the delicate touch. You know what? I kind of believe it, but I don't want to go into it. <laughs> Good morning, Good. everyone. Good morning. Uh, morning. Uh, Lavette. What? Uh, do you have mm -hmm. a, a minute? Sure. And Vera's going to walk into her room. Oh, yeah, I assume I'm supposed to follow. Okay. Hmm. I'll close the door. Wow, I've never Great. been in here. Is you sleep in this? <laughs> oh. Well, not on the bed. What? That's <laughs> like the, the only bed. What? Oh, what do you want to ask? I'm no, they they put this in here for our Hummel. Oh, Just okay. Look, feel this. And Vera's going to pick up Lavette and throw you onto the bed. <laughs> and it is like the softest bed like ever. <laughs> it's super soft. How am I supposed to sleep on this? Uh, that is that a rhetorical question? Because I'm, I'm sorry, but what do you, you want to ask me? Alright, I, I know you haven't fully built it yet, but that, like, soul device that you're working Listen, soul's in a lot of pain. Yeah. And they need worshippers, I guess. Can, yeah. when you make these souls, are you able to give them personalities or anything? I intend I intend them to be people. But let's say that some of them just so happen to worship soul. Well, look, if I end up being responsible for the creation of new people, I'm going to let them worship whoever they want. Um, but of course, soul is very important to me. And uh, if I would be sure to let them know. I'd be sure to tell my people about what's, what's happened with her. That's all I can... Obviously, they should be able to choose for themselves. Yes. Did they, I... did, uh, what brings this about? Uh, they... It seems they don't know how. Well, I was thinking about them, and then they contacted me, and they said that the they said that the statute wasn't working as well as I the, they said that the statue wasn't working as much as I had okay. hoped oh alright yeah I'll do what I can of course I I I didn't realize that they needed help like this Petrovian, I talk about gathering worshippers, but Petrovian, I don't know. Like, he's got the. You, you put something on his plate, like it's the highest priority, and then tomorrow it's the lowest priority, so I wasn't sure. What do we take out of that? <laughs> well, I, th I thought what we had done was enough, but apparently it's. It's really bad for them. So do we do worshippers? Yes. You I never... assume it has to do with their new form. It's really strange that I was never told about this. I, I mean, there was a time when 
But yeah, I mean, of course, I'll... I'll I mean, they probably thought that you were a bit... They didn't want to add more stress onto you. Like, you were really sad before. Wow. <laughs> you were really pathetic before, but like, you're fine now. Like, I I feel like you were always on the cusp of almost breaking down, so I, I, don't, I think they really they cared about that. And they... <laughs> That's gone to this, like, thousand-yard stare, just nodding along. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I see. But, like, I mean, I tell people, I'll spot you out. Uh, getting people to worship someone is kind of not my real house, I guess, but I suppose these people are going to need to worship something. Or I mean, I, even I, something. I just don't know how to even go about it. I I speak for my sister, obviously. I I know everything about that, but with soul, I don't even know how to tell people about that. Well, I mean, the soul has done a lot of great things for our world, right? Yes. And I, I, I mean, to tell people about that. I mean, I had. I asked them to get Biff to make a song about it. Isn't that enough? Yeah, that sounds like it should be a ton. Like, what? Really? I thought he was, like, famous or something. Yeah, he's, like, super popular. Oh, wait, I mean, I've Biff, he didn't pull it off. I, I'll try my best, but... I mean, I don't have this kind of... Uh, I, I, I suppose I, people have told me I have a sort of... No one's told me this. Uh, anyway, yeah, he's got he's got a lot of pull. I don't think I could compete with that, but I, I did my best. I mean, what if you made more of those, like, people robots that just went around talking about soul? Listen, you're probably, you'll probably be a lot better at this than I am. Uh, so I'll let you think about that. And Vera <laughs> leaves the room. Oh, I was just standing there like... Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good idea. And Vera goes back inside again. Also, don't, but don't make them like oh. real people. Like, make them based on like fake people. That's not how I, that is not how it works, but that, okay. Vera <laughs> goes back out. All right. So the group has a lovely breakfast. And uh, is there any other, any other interactions you'd like to have? At one point, uh, Curla will step out for a, a minute or two just to take delivery of an item that will hopefully be delivered to yeah, the bar. Yeah, that's fine. And then they will nip back into the bar, too. Uh, Petravian will lean over to Vera and ask, Vera, how does, in the hive, how does one, like, promise one to another, like, promise oneself to another, you know? Well, um, you could use words. Well, yeah. But <laughs> do they, there's no, like, ceremonies or things, right? I mean, it's typical just joining ceremonies. Okay. You, you've seen people get married. It's like the same fucking thing. I didn't know if you had, if we, if there was any, like, historical or 
traditional kind of things. I don't know. I mean, typically it would be done in front of the altar. There would be a, a spread of honey that basically interlocks it. But like that's just it's just a tra normal traditional ceremony. Hmm. It's just like any other wedding. You just cover each other in honey and then lick it all off each other in front of a huge crowd. Yeah, normal isn't that stuff. how it's done? That's how it's done everywhere, right? First of all, that's the honeymoon, idiots. Yeah, honeymoon. They call it the the honeymoon. honeymoon. Oh. <laughs> well, everyone dies of pun damage. <laughs> Except for me. Vera <laughs> was the right. villain all along. <laughs> well, that's maybe something I want to do with Hummel at some point. If that's okay. I mean, that's up to you. And Hummel. And Hummel, yes. I'll oh, oh, oh yeah, uh, yes, of course. And you can see just uh, Hummel just kind of like spinning around on Vera's shoulder. Yeah, if you were hoping to surprise Hummel, you know, by popping the question out of nowhere, I think that ship has sailed. Was that the goddamn unsure dance? The unknown dance? Yep. Oh! Dance of the unknown dance. Yes. I mean, I feel, like, I feel like that's going a bit fast at the moment. Like, we should probably like, spend like a lot more time. More time together, yeah. But that's just... I, I, it, it is just an idea, that's all. <laughs> In before scared off Hummel. Yeah. <laughs> So you're gonna wait until your wedding night then to lose your V card, or? <sighs> wow. <clears throat> anyway, so uh, <laughs> what a lovely breakfast! I just wanted to tell you all, uh, it has been an honor traveling with you guys. Uh, I don't know how long I'm going to be still traveling as a full group. I imagine plenty of us have lives to get back to now that the job is done. <sighs> Here's to not having to save the world again. Cheers. I will Cheers. simply watch. Yeah. You a normal raise life. <laughs> raise a cup of tea. You raise your glasses together around the table, content that your actions have saved the world and at the very least, allowed another generation of people to live in relative peace and prosperity. So, we're going Just to one. wind time forward slightly. Um, how, how slightly? Well, that depends. Okay. What What does anyone have as far as pressing final moments? Like, like you need to speak now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I, I'm intending to. So, Lisa, uh, man. Is it possible if you could say help me this? I mean, I don't know. You demonstrate a lot of power, and, and you might be able to help me with some things I can't do on my own. Which is? But I don't. Well, my mother is. I don't know what to do about her. And they kind of glance at Curla and then back at their hands. I think you would need to buy me a scroll. Uh. Maybe okay. limited wish or wish, um, because I, I wishing don't... scrolls. <laughs> I don't know. That. I don't know what this world can do. Do they? Where would I? Where? 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, if you went to some place that had, um, you know, it's not the inscribing of the spell that is massively expensive. It's the casting of it that's massively expensive. Well, sure, but I assume that they're, they're like, only very powerful <laughs> magic users are able to write it down in the first oh, place. Oh, absolutely, yeah, for sure. So it's definitely not going to be a common spell scroll, but they do exist. I mean, you can find them in, at higher-end establishments. Yeah, okay. Uh, yes, actually, I mean, if if a, if a scroll would work, I didn't think of that. But... There's also, like, I have technically used about three wishes in total in my life. Are you a genie? No, but, like, uh, I don't know how many more will work for me. I will still try. I also am dirt cheap like fucking that? poor. I've I've got the money. It's that's not an issue. I don't know if you if you could do something for my mother, and I don't know if a wish could help Moira. What Honestly, about Moira? Not, her soul, the, the real religion of Moira. Oh, um, maybe we should get a couple of scrolls. Yeah. I mean, I frankly, I think I'm gonna have to go. There's a lot of... I can only imagine how many people were consumed by those lost souls and, and, and desert islands expanded. If my machine can help Myra, I'm hoping I can help them too. We will try. Um... I will work with you as long as you need me to to uh, attempt to help these people. But uh, once okay. that is done, I would like to well, get married to Jiro and spend the rest of our lives maybe traveling. Are you, are you being this world? Until his dying day. And I'll uh, wait till then to, uh, to ask you as a favor. I see. <laughs> Look over awkwardly at you. Not that I'm necessarily going to leave you. I'm sure you're going to have a long, healthy life. I, I just, you know, species thing. But I'm not, I'm not going to be, like, the racist about this. Humans are quite... <clears throat> Well, could just yeah. kill your mom and then cast reincarnate. <laughs> so I'm gonna go I buy mean... those wish spells. <laughs> <laughs> How much would those run me per thing? Do you want me to look it up? Or do you no. have a estimate? Okay. No. I, I think over time. Yeah, like I mean, there. I've got a little bit over a hundred thousand gold, and that's without sorting all my copper and silver. So you're probably yeah, I don't. I'll tell you, I don't care about if that. If you can okay. help me just get back to my horse within a couple of days, that'd be great. Oh, yeah, I guess I should probably click the sleepy button so I can get all my spells back and I can do so, that. So, oh, again, it really doesn't matter. So, um, well, sure. Uh, all right. At that point, you all have a lovely breakfast together and you decide on some plans for the future.
but you understand that the greatest threat is now behind you. And now it's simply putting your affairs in order and living your lives. And that is an interesting change. Now you've gone from a narrow path to an open existence where there's nothing but potential in every direction. So I ask again, is there any final actions that anyone would like to take? Carla will um, slide a wrapped, small wrapped item and a folded sheet of paper over to to Riz for when you decide you are going to be on your way. Okay, I open it. Carla's going to just like be standing there, sitting there awkwardly. Well, I they thought it was like an item to use, so I figured like I could just open it now. <laughs> Carla's just gonna head this. I, I thought you'd yeah. kind of wait to open that, but never mind. Well, the the sheet of paper has some words neatly written on it. Um, deep in the heart of the desert of Sejun, near an old temple, is written at the top of the page, and at the bottom is written Sha'ade. Oh, I can save my boy! <laughs> I uh, thought you might like to try and find him, so I uh, put that spell to work that, you know, the whole figure thinking that I could figure out where someone was, and hey, presto, it actually worked. Maybe. We'll see. All right. I will go find him eventually, then. And uh, assuming we're going to end up going our separate ways at some point. I mean, you were invited to live in Presidium. I know. And I want to marry him. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I got that, Riz. And the number of times where I wanted to say something and that hasn't lined up with what I wanted to say and that hasn't lined up with what you heard. It's fucking story and miscommunication, but... <sighs> Point is, thank you and... If you ever need me again for anything, I'll be there for you. And Kala will kind of point at the the wrapped item. I will be watching over your souls if I ever get weekends off. And they wink Thank because you. there's no such thing as weekends. Hmm. <laughs> you can you can unwrap that. I mean, if you're gonna oh, open okay, the fucking okay, letter, okay, you may okay. as well unwrap the thing as well. If you're right. like a twat now. I open it. <laughs> So what you see inside is a coin. It's about the size of a challenge coin. So one of those kind of about inch, inch and a half, two inches. Uh, it's made of platinum. Uh, and inlaid in it is gold and silver and bronze. And it's quite weird in that it only shows half of a symbol. It shows half of the fortune's favor symbol. And if you turn it over, the obverse side has the other half. And there's a groove along the center of the coin. If you ever need me, break it in half, flip it around so the, the symbol lines up, say my name and I'll be there. 
another little gift from uh, Feluna, that, that little trick. Haven't tried it yet, so I hope that it won't end up with me being torn in half or something, but who knows, we'll see how it goes. If you ever need my help. Of course. Uh, since Thank we you, are Riz. giving some items, uh, I imagine that age is a bit uh, strange in this world, but I, I have a guess. Uh, Petravian, I also have a gift for you, for what it's worth. Mm? Just hopefully you never have to use it. And they Aww, they just pass you. you a rune. It, If you look at it on the other side, it kind of looks like a worry stone. Like it's got that okay. divot in it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, If the world is ever like in like actual like people are gonna fucking die danger again, the world might end. Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Rub that. Hopefully everyone will still be, you know, okay around that time. I know you live like a really long fucking time. <laughs> But uh, if need be, I'll be around. It should be useful. Thank you. Oh, Vera, question for you. Mm. And yes. Curla will, will smirk slightly as they reach into their pouch and take out the unopened, unsealed, uh, sealed bottle of Melifera royal honey that they never drank. They never drank the Kool Aid. So is is me giving you this, me, you know, giving the final rejection and middle finger to your religion, or is it me respecting your ways about giving back power when one leaves the company of the hive? What do you think? I think you should keep it. Belongs with the hive. Carla will hand it over. Yeah, but if you have it, then maybe you'll think about it. I'm already keeping the knife. Wink from Kerla. Oh, yes, that's right. I would like to give my staff to you, Vera. Just everybody giving back no, the no, fucking no. gift and it's like, grab the honey. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not that. I completely appreciate it. It's just one day I will leave this world and I would like Melifera's power to stay in the world where she is. I can keep it until I leave. I think you should. Did. Okay. My sister gave it here. Understood. I will pass oh, so it on one day. <laughs> the answer there was that actually I, it was me respecting your ways, not me giving you the middle finger. Carla will actually extend that hand to Vera. Thank you for saving my life there. Fucking oh, hurt, no. by the way. You need to work on that technique. You're supposed to heal someone. You're not hurting anyway. It's, it's base natural magic, like. It comes from its physical nature. You gonna shake my fucking hand or what? Vera will put their hand out. Yeah. Kyla will sh yep. And... As the lot of you look over this table at each other and you realize that though you may be from very different backgrounds and have different outlooks on life, Fortune's favor came together and saved the world. Fortune's favor one more time. <laughs> one more time. Perla will look at all the fortune's all right. favor gold bands on their wrists and look at all the ones around your wrists as this well and just so kind of smile. Stupid. 
I know, yeah, but... I don't know. It's pretty real. Jiro puts his hand in as well. We can't all clap pinkies. Okay, so we unslay. Unslay, not after sleep. Okay. Ready, okay, Vera? One... Oh, I nailed it one... last time, though. So. One, two, slay. Fajin's favor. And at that, we fade to white. <laughs> well, I mean, it depends. Are we ready for everything else? Mm-hmm. Okay, Do so, so. <clears throat> fade to white, and we're going to take a little stroll through some things. Mm. <clears throat> so, the first things first, Chisel has an interesting life. Chisel the Elk died but came back and went on to raise a family in the forests of Easternville. Mm. Being a incredibly intelligent elk, he had many descendants that proved to be a canny bunch. They managed to evade hunters for generations, multiplying and filling the region with elk that to this day are renowned for their size and strength leading more adventurous folk to attempt to befriend and even tame them. Over the years and generations, these elk were eventually bred for riding, and to this day, in many areas of Ville, can be seen a riding elk alongside horses as common mounts, all of whom owe a common ancestor to Chisel. Yay! Yay! <laughs> the twins, over the years... The twins aged, as all beings do. They found themselves at the doorstep to a wider world filled with wonders and dangers. Karis did her best to keep them safe for as long as she could, but the spirits of the twins couldn't be contained forever. And the pair eventually left, seeking to see the world and experience all that they could. Returning to Presidium as often as they were able, to regale their mother and adopted sister in stories of their adventures. But as time went by, they returned less and less often until one day they left the manor, bid Karis and Kimball a goodbye, and never returned. As for Soliana Polyhymnia, thanks to Vera's assistance, Sol was able to overcome the worst of the pain of being shattered. They continue to work on their mission from Ish, but it remains unclear just how much they have changed under his influence. Souls must be gathered after all, and Soliana had sworn to see the mission through to the end. Perhaps one day they'll finish their work and return to Adrian. As for Curla, <laughs> having freed their sister and released her spirit to the beyond, Curla found themselves in the devoted order of Voluna. At first, being less comfortable in service to a god, they eventually realized that through their work, they were more of a lens, focusing the power of the divine to right the wrongs they saw in the world. Curla went on to found a healing house, the first true hospital in Ville. To this day, the House of the Moon stands in Ville as a focal point of healing and care for the sick. In the center of its campus 
is a statue of a young half-orc girl smiling. Lavette, having lived a long life and doing everything you could uh, before it was time, you decided to follow the designs of the device and eventually sealed yourself inside, becoming one with the machine. Moira decided to stay with Lavette, as always, never leaving her side. Eventually, Lavette and the device bonded, and Mother was able to draw the ambient energy and shape it into an artificial soul for Archibald. Soon after, another was created for Moira, and the pair became the custodians of the device, keeping it safe, and eventually moving it somewhere secret, far from Ville. Over the years, folks told tales of seeing machines with voices and independent thoughts from time to time. Until one day, a ship arrived at the Free States, crewed entirely by mechanical people, a diplomatic mission to establish trade from a new nation of people, calling themselves the Vet. Petravian. Having continued your service to both the Hive and the Church of Eden, you went on to serve as a bridge between those two organizations. Oreads, being long-lived beings, meant that for many decades there was peace between the Hive and the Church. Travi went on to maintain that for his entire life. He eventually was able to work up the courage to ask Hummel for marriage. And I guess at this point, I'm actually going to ask Zeno, uh, what was Hummel's answer? Oh, putting me on the spot here. <laughs> yeah. What did, what did Hummel say? What's the buzz? I think that Hummel said yes. <laughs> in that case, the two were married and lived an interesting life together. There was definitely an asterisk <laughs> after that, yes. Yep. Yeah, yes, asterisk. But, but it's also a 100% cheater. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Riz. After learning the truth of their exile and punishment, Riz decided to stay with Jiro and continue living as they did not yet ready to return to their duties in the Eternal Court. For many years, the pair traveled, seeing worlds beyond Adrian. But now, with the company of Jiro, Riz found the peace and happiness that they'd been missing. Many years later, Jiro passed on, and Riz took their place at Thess's side, returning to the role as the Herald of the Eternal Court, and spent the eternity with the happy memories of their time among the mortals. Vera. Vera had realized her life's work. She had brought Melly fully back into the realm. Her, gui her guidance of the Hive continued for many years. And in that time, she received a number of letters from Taeli. Eventually, the two met again face to face. And at first, they didn't have much to discuss. But the pair realized that their mutual love of Cormac was a launching point for an eventual, if strained, 
relationship. The two maintained tenuous relationship for the rest of their lives that eventually saw Vera open up ever so slightly to her own past. As the years went on, after Raduvi was grown, Vera decided to always be available to the Hive for future generations and had herself preserved in amber to be awakened when Meli needed her most. Mellifera. Over time, Mellifera grew to trust in Petravian's advice, and eventually the Elder God went on a diplomatic mission to the Grove of Eden. There, meeting with the High Druid and a number of Hierophants, after much debate and conversation, they signed the Pact of the Wild, a charter for peace between the two groups, and a step toward mutual stewardship of nature. Its adoption allowed for the expansion of Mellifran influence throughout Obador, and soon enough, small hives could be found in many cities across the continent. Vil. The crisis of the Deadlands was most impactful on Vil, who spent a great deal of soldiers and resources trying to slow the march of the undead as well as relocate a huge amount of their own citizens as refugees to other realms. After the crisis had ended, those areas had been swept over. They were again reclaimed, but to a shadow of their former glory. The holy city stands as the only large city left in Vil, as those who chose to return and resettle Hartenshin found the area less desirable, as so much of the city was devastated during the crisis. Those who stayed in the ruins of Hartenshin rebuilt the town center into a much smaller community, and as the nation of Vil was still recovering, they could no longer control the entire breadth of their lands, leading to a political shift effectively splitting the country into the remnants of Vil in the south and a wide frontier land stretching far to the north, simply known as the Territories, with its capital being the old ruins of Hartenshin, now renamed Berenberg. The Deadlands. With the crisis ended, the lands that were once northern Vil were once again able to see the light of day. Grasses grew, Forests flourished, and nature's touch again graced these lands, turning them into a wide and open frontier for expansion for many groups, or individuals who simply wished to live a life of solitude. Called the Territories, they served as a place of migration not just for heroes like before, but now for farmers, families, and common folk. The Pinterest Estates Teeli made good on her promise to try and reform the Pinterest estates. And through her work, she was able to empower the citizenry, leading to the creation of a lower body of representation and eventually a citywide union. Over time, the union was able to enrich the lands for all and balance out the power dynamics of the area. Over the years, the five families fell from total control and the Union and its elected leadership ended up running the entire city. Finding the old name no longer suiting them, they renamed the area simply to Pinterest, and to this day, it stands as a bastion of self-governments and cooperation. Prota. 
The devastation from Marcus's return was enough to throw the already strained politics of the Protean Empire into further disarray. Over the coming decades, their borders shrunk, independence movements grew, and many new nations were formed from the lands ceded by the rapidly shrinking empire. And with that, we fade to white. Lavette Zaneris McKinney Baldwin, played by Grem. Petravian Kalinius, played by Screwy. Vera Vespid, played by Zeno. Curla, played by Foley. Risen played by Kenny. NPCs, villains, and everyone else, played by Beardy. Special thanks to our show director and audio specialist, Zeno. To our lore mistress, Foley. Our executive producer, art director, video specialist, and audio editor, Kenny. Our lead storyteller, our daddy DM, audio editor, backtrack specialist, Beardy. To our safe at home patron, Key Krindar. To our jovial bard patron, Full Papers. To Emily Roll for Fantasy for our background music, Andreas Pitchler for our outro music, and William Succi for our intro music. And of course, a very special thank you to you, our beloved listeners and watchers, checkers and pleasers. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Forty years later. We open on a rocky, twisted landscape. Jets of pure energy erupt and break apart the stone, only to have it reshape and reform moments later, creating a shifting and malleable hellscape. We pan up to show a collection of similar rocks stretching as far as the imagination can conceive. A dark shape moves from rock to rock, almost as if leaping and soaring on wings made of shifting shadows, before moving closer and landing directly in front of us. The shape is unmistakable, a dragon made of shadows, its form shifting slightly as if it was unstable, just as the landscape here is. It bows its head and kneels down and opens its mouth to speak. Its voice is warped and uneven. Master! I have accomplished what you've asked. How goes your plan? The responding voice was clear, forceful, and confident. I'm glad to hear it, Burr. The plan I've set into motion will come to fruition soon. Soon it will all be ours. The camera pans around 
and up, revealing a dark silhouette that has inscrutable features. But behind and beyond it was a great expanse of twisting rocks, and beyond that, an enormous sphere containing lights, stars, planets, everything in a single great cosmic egg hanging in the sky. All right. Check, please. Campaign 2 will return in 2023. Thank you.